From the mind of undergraduate students comes a podcast like no other. Three students take it upon themselves to create something not required by the academic institution to bring you a podcast that informs, educates, and entertains. This is the No Bullshit We Don't Fuck Around podcast. Actually, that's not what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, we're leaving. We're leaving it. <laughs> this is... Mark, what was the name of the podcast? Is there anything left to say? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, the title of the show is called Is There Anything Left to Say? Yeah! All right, just, I want to make sure I'm saying this right. Is there anything left to say? Yeah, that's right. Okay, just, I, well, I mean, we're still recording, so I guess you gotta edit this out in post. No, yeah, I'll get it, don't okay, worry. Okay, cool. They won't hear it. Comes the podcast. Is there anything left to say? How was that? Was that good? That was pretty good. All right, cool. Thank you. I'll take my check in the mail, please. Okay. Welcome, everybody. Uh, I welcome you all to uh, Is There Anything Left to Say Mansion? We are in a hot tub. We're just chilling, straight chilling. Hey, 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 pass me a uh, Baja Blast, not sponsored. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Let me take a big sip real quick. That was a big old sip. Now, coincidentally, we are in Is There Anything Left to Say Mansion, and the name of this podcast is Is There Anything Left to Say? So we're going to do a quick roll call. I'll start with uh, you, sir. Yes, me. My name is Shane. You sound uh, fun, sure. Fun fact about yourself. A fun fact about myself. Um, I'm fun to be around. That's a fact, Jack. Next person. Next person. Jack? Oh, Jack's not here. Jack couldn't make it. Jack couldn't make it. Uh, how about you? Hello! My name is Christian. I'm also in this hot tub, enjoying it. Uh, Christian, you need, a, you, need a, you need a hot towel to put on your, your, your back for your hot tub experience. Wine, I would love. I would love to pass that over <laughs> There you go. Good Thank sir. you. Thank you. There you go. And, ooh, nice and warm. Yeah, mm-hmm, yes. On my yes, shoulders. Yep, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Mark. That's about it. So we what's, are gonna get into the. Um, what's my fun fact? Uh, I'm, I'm an unfunny guy, to to invert what Shane just said. Um, so we're just gonna we're just gonna straight chill for next uh, little while, and uh, if you stick around for the intermission, there might be another person joining us. Might be somewhere down the line. Somewhere. If we he don't shows know up. Who, if he shows up. He'll be here. He'll be here. He'll be here eventually. He'll be here. So, uh, we're just going to get into the, the long and short of it. What's we don't have conversation topics planned, but we said, uh, we said, hey, come on, come on, guys, what's, come on, guys, how, let's get, so what's let's going get, on let's in, relax. in the world. Let's chill. Remember the, remember the movie A Dog's Way Home? I remember the trailer, seeing it in theaters, I don't remember. Yeah, that was a, uh, what movie, what movie did it, fucking, what was it? It was Kong Skull Island. Really? Yes. For me, it was, I think it was Justice League. That's about the same time. Yeah, so that makes sense then. 2017? Yeah. So when I saw Justice League, uh, I came back home, and there was a tweet, and it said, this isn't a spoiler for Justice League, technically, but did anybody see the trailer of that dog movie that spoils the entire plot in the trailer? (laughs) I had never saw that movie. It shows that it's- That's gotta be a fucking pain in the ass to make an entire movie just with dogs. 
Well, there was. It's a sequel, isn't it, to A Dog's Purpose? Oh my like, God, you're right. Time. You're right, Shane. You're it's just right. about dog reincarnation. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> and then there was that other movie that came out about dogs, where it was about uh, it was called like Alpha or whatever. It was like about how man and dog became friends. Is that, that Alpha was, and Omega? You're thinking of Alpha and Omega. You ever been to the Alpha and Omega Wikipedia? No. <laughs> you ever been to the Alpha and Omega Wikipedia forums? No. Uh, in my in my sophomore year chemistry class, we were really bored because we had double periods and sometimes we just didn't do anything. Uh, so my friend and I were browsing the. I think we just. I think it's. I think it's always just like the safe fires when you're trying to find something stupid. You search uh, insert children's movie plus DeviantArt, and that led us to the Alpha and Omega uh, Wikipedia page. And we went to the forums. Christian has found something on his uh, his computer device that he wants to share with the class. Go right ahead. Well, this has to do with Shane's previous topic. So he talked about dog reincarnation. Uh huh. So scooch, as, scooch a little closer to the bike. So as one would. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I went down the rabbit hole mm -hmm. and googled dog cast system. Yes. What? And found a website. How could there be a cat? Like you get reincarnated as a bigger dog every time you die as a dog? I don't know. Well, it's like Socrates said, um, you get reincarnated as an animal depending on how you lived your life. He said that in Trial and Death of Socrates. And then he drank poison and died. And now he's a bunny. Yes, I think. Well, that bunny, that that bunny would still be long dead, so, you know. Then he got reincarnated. He's probably like a, like a snail. Can you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> Devoting your entire life to thought and the pursuit of knowledge. And then you, one day you just wake up as a snail. Okay, what did he do other than tell people that? What do snails do? Nothing. They patronize you. Inch and inch and get murdered by salt. That is one of my favorite jokes of all time. What are snails even trying to do? <laughs> Where are they trying to get? What's to? their end goal? What is their end game? That's one of my favorite jokes ever. Is when a guy, uh, a guy walks outside, uh, sees a snail on his front porch, and just picks it up and throws it. They have Three days later, he walks outside and sees the same snail, and the snail goes, "What the hell was that for?" <laughs> what? what? Because it takes three days for the snail to get back. Oh, oh God. that's I, so lame. I love works. that joke. I like how it's like they movies about a dog's purpose. I want a snail's purpose. A snail's and purpose. Really Can we make that? The answer is nothing. It's just a snail just slowly uh, inching along. I just googled what a snail's purpose. I'm just is. opening this Baja Blast here. Let me yeah. just let me just. It's a bottle. In case you couldn't tell. Oh, you know, I got it. Oh, there you go. Um. Laser tag. Laser tag. It's weird. Laser tag is pretty cool. I love laser tag. Laser tag, I enjoy. I haven't done it forever. Hey, guys, have any, do you have any bad memories with laser tag? Um, being on the wrong team, scoring points for the wrong team, really? not understanding how it works, having a broken gun. They had an individual scoreboard as well as the team for me. Like, so it was like, oh, would this team beat this team? But then you could also see it's like, like Call of Duty or something, where yeah. it's like you could also see who carried the team and who was me. <laughs> I have a terrible memory with it. Whereas, <laughs> continue. Where it was, um, it was a summer camp, and it was like on like the six days. So, like I only had to last one more day, when some kid was running, and they tell you not to run, and everyone disobeys that rule. Where like you know you have like these like the vests that are like the little like light packs uh -huh. on your shoulders. One of those connected while the kid was running to my chin, and I was knocked flat. But I thought I was like, I was like okay, I'll walk it off. I get up for almost the entire summer after that. I had like this big red spot on my like chin and there's so many family photos and we're like oh that's the that's the summer christian got like knocked out 
In laser tag. In laser tag! That happened to me once. That didn't happen to me. I'm recalling a similar story, but I don't remember any of the specifics. So <laughs> we're gonna have to we're gonna have to wait. My voice keeps cracking. I apologize. It's very, very humid in the uh, in the is there anything left to say hot tub? Which is not sponsored by anything. It's just my own property. One place I used to do laser tag, it was like there was also a dodgeball place. You could do that. Mm. And I don't know. Nothing bad, but it's like, I was never the best at dodgeball. Right. Sorry, continue. I, I, at dodgeball? I, I spotted Frank down uh, at the lower level of the mansion. They continue. What? Frank? Yeah. The guy who works here? The guy The guy that's our, our friend. He's here too? That man. Does he see you? Uh, this, is no, this is no cut because this I makes no sense. He looks up, he's carrying a Baja, he's carrying a refreshing Baja blast. Is he actually? Yeah, no, it makes sense. Of course he is. Take a he's, picture We're in the hot tub that's on the higher level. It's perched up. You're taking a picture Keep of him. Keep going. Oh, Shane got out of the hot tub. Shane, I gotta, I gotta You're push. gonna get cold. He's gonna get cold, yeah. Alright, now, well, welcome back. It is 45 degrees out, by the way. Continue. Welcome to Christian and Mark. How are you? I'm doing okay. Finish your story about laser tag. I'm so sorry. It's about dodgeball. Finish your story about dodgeball, I'm so sorry. Well, there wasn't much to say. I was asking you. So there's nothing left to say. Do you enjoy dodgeball? Do I enjoy dodgeball? Um, yes. I didn't really play that much. We did gladiator ball. Which gladiator I just, ball? I don't even remember. I think the concept is similar. I just remember ignoring the rules and just trying not to act like I ignored the rules. There were many people playing gladiator ball. Did you ever um, play the one where it's, where it's dodgeball, but it's like you're on the trampolines? Oh, like I like, I like a sky zone place or sky like zone. Bounce sky zone. or whatever they're I've called. Never, I've never been to bounce. We're going I've to been sky trying zone. to go to bounce. Where's Fantastic. sky zone? Sky zone. I don't know if there's one near here, but like there's... There's one like half an hour away from me at home. Yeah, same. That's pretty cool. I don't know if there's one near here there. There's probably one that's like it. It's probably a, a trampoline park. Yeah. yeah. Here. I learned that if you jump and on your way down throw it, the ball comes down with so much more speed than necessary, even if you're a weak thrower, mm -hmm. such as myself. <laughs> there was, we were winning, it was just like a couple, it was a guy and a girl, no one was gonna beam it at the girl because they felt bad. So right. of course I was gonna try and hit the guy. <laughs> of course I was gonna For try to hit the For some reason, this girl pulls, mm -hmm. I jump and I do the throw, right directly at the guy. She pulls like an action movie, taking the bullet, get down Mr. President style, and Catches it right in the face. Wait, wow. catches it in? She used her no, face to catch it? No, she just takes it? it to the face. Oh, okay. Jesus. Now, she's on the ground. Yeah. Sad, because she's got beamed in the face. Uh-huh. How is it my fault? Nah, she jumped into it. <laughs> it was so funny, because then, like, like, the, like, I don't know. Oh, they thought, it was your, they thought it was your fault? Nah, nah, the guy just kind of looked at me and just like... You hit her. <laughs> I'm like... You got arrested? That's uh, fucked no. up. I can't believe you got arrested for that. Yeah, you went to jail? Yeah, I did a hard time. Okay, mm. he did hard time for three days. Now he's here. Now he has to do a podcast for uh, community service. It's a court order. It's a court order. Court ordered podcast in this hot tub. We're spoiling you, if anything, by letting you be in the hot tub. Yeah, you should be. Mm. You should be chained to a bike rack. There's a lot of bacteria in the hot tub too. Can there is. Get, can you get? Can you get? I don't know. Can I <laughs> get antibacterial soap? Yeah. Didn't they? Didn't they, didn't they issue a report that antibacterial soap is actually like worse? Is it? Or just something terrible about it. I still use it, so you know. Yeah, just go type uh, type on that type on that that uh, that that laptop being hoisted by a floaty. Christian has pulled up a funny image that we're gonna show the audience right now. There it was. Thank God. Oh man, I love science memes.
It's yeah, and hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer is under uh, FDA investigation. Okay, so. If you didn't know that before, you'll certainly know it now from this podcast. Yes, and I'm sure that we will change your, uh, you know, oh, your pattern. And, no, he didn't. He didn't look up. It was so close. Did he look at the... Oh, fuck. He's coming up the stairs. Oh, no. He's going to have to come in here. We're going to talk about Samurai Jack for three hours. Lock the door. Lock the door, R2. Lock the door. That was a reference to Star Wars. What's Star Wars? Do we talk about Star Wars yet? Do we want to talk about Star Wars? This hot tub is indoors from three sides. You made it so the doors don't lock, so you can't lock uh, yourself in here. I mean, I guess that makes sense. He probably has a class or something. Oh, uh, yeah. That's true. In our mansion, he has a class. In our mansion. Oh, no. Our mansion is also part-time He's college. This way. Is he? We're not, there we are no classrooms this way. <laughs> we don't go to college. Do you remember when, um... I'll fix it. Yeah, like, yeah, I'll fix Remember it. when Carl Weezer got pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. That Carl's came to my head when you said, do you remember? Carl's pregnant? I don't remember anything about it. I don't remember the context of the it's episode. It's Alien. They facehugger him. Yeah. They, they give him the facehugger from Alien, and then uh, he gets pregnant. Who allowed any of that to air? Can we just talk about how there was like, like the early 2000s cartoons are just very, very creepy in their own special ways? I feel like that that's been done to death, especially with... Um, Courage. No, not. I mean, yeah, but like, like you would think there's something going going on behind the scenes, but it's really just well-adjusted people having a good time. Well, people being allowed to make what they want to make, as opposed to uh, corporations saying this makes money. Let's beat it, the dead horse. Um, kind of. Yeah. I mean, SpongeBob. Fucking Adam Pulowian just left uh, SpongeBob, and he was like. The fucking commandeer man of the season, like the new seasons. Isn't there... So I don't know who the fuck is the creative vision behind Spongebob now. It's the... What's the... You said the CEO of Nickelodeon says if it's better than Spongebob, it stays on the air or something like that? Um, yeah, that was the Spongebob rule. They used to, um... Yeah, because they, they just switched CEOs. And, um... Now they're real... Now it's, like, worse. Because, like, now they're really... Tr they're trying to get Spongebob spinoffs going. I, I don't know what you could make a spinoff about. Patrick Show. What would the Patrick Show be about? Doing Sweet Patrick. Doing what? Not being Spongebob. Not being Spongebob, yes, well. I don't know, I'd love to be in, like, the pitch meetings for some of the shows. Just be like, alright, listen here. I have a great idea. What if we take one kid, and for some reason he has white hair, and put him in a house full of his sisters that all have Against one will. personality? Is that what, is that and the that's case? that's their character. I've never seen The Loud that's House. That's their character arc. I've never seen The Loud House. I just know it's the one or, show that has lasted on Nickelodeon. We take Sheen. Yeah. From Jimmy Neutron and give him an entire planet. Planet Sheen was handled by a different company, I think. That's why it doesn't feel like the first show at all. And also, it's just not strong to take. It's never strong to take a comic relief and make him the main character. It just never works. Like, ever. Ever. Like, the only thing I remember about the show is like. I think it was like the joke was that the planet was like a booger. What? And like he somehow becomes king. Oh, there's that episode where he becomes the head of the karate, the the dojo. He's the chosen one of the karate dojo because he can stick his leg behind his head. This is Planet Sheen. No, this is an episode of Jimmy Nutrin. Yes. Yeah. Well. Mm. Karate Island. Karate do you want to read? Do you want to? Karate Island. Fucking. In 2006, they did a uh, for the best day ever. Uh, they did a marathon. Uh, of uh, allegedly, allegedly the top 100 voted SpongeBob episodes, 
And fucking the first three seasons barely made the bracket. I think they're trying to like censor it. And number one was not even like best day ever. What the episode was based on, what the what the promotion was based off. But fucking Karate Island was number one. Fucking like of all the episodes that existed at the time. Can you name one thing that happens in Karate Island? Jelly donut. The big lips. Karate Island, I think, is like a fucking. Mr. Trip. Miyagi is the guy. What the fuck? It's Mr. Miyagi from Karate Kid. And then, what was it with Spongebob? Like, all, all, the, all the celebrities wanted to guest star, like, right after the show stopped being good. Johnny what Depp barely speaks in that episode that he's Yeah, he, he, yeah he they, they like get them. He's, yeah. They get them, and then they don't, they're, they can't afford them. There was the, there was the uh, Truth or Square thing, where, like, they were like, okay, let's just get, like, fucking 20 people at a time who want to be on the show. Let's just get it over with. And Patchy the Pirate's like, whoa, it's you, special guest star. The Next guy on one. the penny. <laughs> the guy on the penny. That was great. And Pink sings a song. Why was Pink in SpongeBob? Why was Pink anywhere in SpongeBob? Same reason why Avril Lavigne was it? Avril Lavigne that did the the this. theme song for the movie soundtrack. Well, we tried not to play it, so we get sued. <laughs> uh, music from the movie and more. By the way. Oh yeah. Music for the movie and more is is the name of the SpongeBob movie. Uh, Soundtrack. Did you it, just drop your phone into the jacuzzi? Oh, I did. It's okay. It's waterproof. It's a Google Pixel. John Reese Davies is Man Ray. He was no, but they recast him. Yeah, probably because he was expensive. Yeah, it's John Reese Davies. They recast him for whatever the fuck else. Um, yeah. What is this? What's what's party pooper pants? What is that? Party pooper pants is the when he throws the house party. Oh wait, this one he's in the bunny outfit. The season three episodes got like. Uh, I don't even know. Kevin Michael Richardson is King Neptune in that. Kevin Mike. That's a third King Neptune credit. Kevin Michael Richardson. What? Yeah. Because Ke it's King Neptune in Party Pooper Pants is Kevin Michael Richardson. King Neptune is not in Party Pooper Pants. Also, Jeffrey Tambor is. I know he's in the movie. In but the movie. And then uh, it's the other guy in the. Um, the fry cook, the one where he. King Neptune. Uh, but Neptune has a is. Spatula. Neptune is not in the fucking party episode. What the fuck? Maybe he is. We're, fin we're finally getting into the meat of this episode, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. talking about... I'm reading some of the comments on the fandom of, that, of Karate Island, where it says, This is one of the rare episodes that only features Spongebob, Squidward, and Sandy without Patrick and Mr. Krabs. Ke Kevin, like, oh, is it the... Oh, 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 it's, it's the live-action bit that they don't even fucking air. Kevin Michael Richardson is live-action? It must be, because it's... When they, when they do the, um... The fucking patchy segment that they don't... I don't oh, even think he's yeah. attached with the episode anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If everything is like when he tears, Patrick tears down all of his Spongebob memorabilia just to put it back up. Oh yeah, it's just in reverse. Oh yeah, <laughs> Davy Jones plays himself. Oh yeah, that was good. When they go to Davy Jones' locker and it's Davy Jones the only, there. The only but... time that like, like, late 2000s Spongebob succeeded is when it was just really strange. That was the only thing they knew how to do, was just make it weird. Was Spongebob ever not strange? Well, like, the concept itself is strange, but they would downplay it. In, well, like, season one especially. Like the, um, in the Indoors episode, the ending of that episode, it's just like, let's just go all the way. They, just, they, have they a, just didn't, season three is so weird. A gorilla like, rides off into the sunset on a zebra, and then you see a family on a couch turn the TV off. It's great because, because Spongebob, um, never, as, as far as a cartoon went, it never really had his own, like, identity for, uh, like, the manufacturing of a cartoon. Like, it, 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 it what do I mean by this? What do I mean by this? I don't know. Shane? What I'm trying to say is that season one is is so uh, emblematic of the 1990s uh, in cartoons, and then as it transitions, it, it becomes emblematic of the 2000s in cartoons. It wasn't really influential to how... I guess it was. But 
It didn't, it didn't become influential until after its era. Which I guess is true of all influential things, but you know. Today I'm discovering what influential means, in case you didn't realize. Is that your word of the day on your word of the day yes. calendar? Yes. Shane, get back in the hot tub. I'm trying to say something uh, astute about Spongebob, and I'm finding out that I don't understand it at all. Well, like, I just... A lot of people say that, it's like, oh, it's changed over the years. I don't... You put a Spongebob episode in front of me. I enjoy it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I guess. At the end of the day, we're going to be like, oh, these seasons are, these seasons well, are different. It's like, I still enjoy it. What, <laughs> what fucking voice was that? <laughs> um, the, the philosophy of it changed because the season one shit was like... Spongebob the philosophy. Small town, slice of life, Spongebob doing stupid shit, uh, and people like putting up with it in like a, like a charming way. And then season from se season two was like character oriented. The ensemble got smaller, and it started focusing on other concepts. And that's when you get to the fucking band episode. And then season three is like everybody resents SpongeBob for not being miserable. Like it's it gets like especially the inflatable pants episode, which I think is the only time that I enjoy it because it's just so over the top. In in how much everyone despises him. It's such a, it's such a oh, weird... Oh, the one where he's trying to fly? The one where trying to fly and they try to kill him for it. Like, he, achie he achieves... He, he reaches self-actualization, as it were. And then they try to murder him for it. And then they mourn his idea, the inflatable pants. Yeah, then they, then they use him. If anyone was to do, like, a pretentious, like, English uh, deconstruction of an episode of SpongeBob, it would be that episode, because there's, there's, a, lot, there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> Let me just tell you. Sound like you were gonna unpack it. My lips are getting chapped. Uh, I mean, no, I just, I kind of went over the whole thing. Uh, that's, that's pretty much it. It's pretty much it. Nothing I haven't seen, nothing I haven't seen on the, uh, on the, on the wayside before. Remember Wayside? Remember when they did a cartoon about the wayside? No. Which is the no. fucking paperback book that you saw in your elementary school library but never read? No. Then they did a cartoon about it. I don't remember it. That's why I brought it up. Do you want to read some, going back to Planet Sheen, do you want to read some reviews? Go right ahead. It's, they're all one out of ten. They're all one. Why are they reviews on the? This oh. one's called "What's with his girlfriend Libby and friends crying face." Well, I don't like it. If you have seen Jimmy Neutron, then you will miss the gang. And who on earth had the idea to tear Sheen and Libby apart and put an extra blue alien girl in? I just miss the times with them and Nick. I miss the times when I was there. I hung out with them. Yeah, with Nick. Was Nick? A friend of theirs by the end of the show. No, but maybe he just had maybe a lasting, maybe he just had a lasting impression on that uh, audience member. Let me ask you this. Have you ever had dreams where you are part of the ensemble of a cartoon? I had a dream where I was part of the ensemble of Full Metal Jacket. You just, you did? We've been over this. <laughs> and we've come full circle now. Not on this recording. Why don't you say it again? <laughs> we were... Uh, okay, listen, 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 listen. It's no secret. It's no secret that we're doing the first episode here, and if there are glitches in the system, then I'm sure our, our beloved audience, our, our beloved audience, will understand. Look, in a parallel universe, I already told the story. You did. Uh, no, do it again. All right. Oh. They All understand. Right. They understand. We're part. We're, we're we're supposed to be inviting them. It's not about us going into the audience's home. It's about the audience coming into our our mansion. Yeah, our hot tub. Yes. So if we fuck up, then we fuck up together with the audience. Okay. So go right ahead. You tell that Full Metal Jacket story all, all right. over again. So there's a scene in Full Metal Jacket for the first time all over again. There's a scene in Full Metal Jacket, a movie I haven't seen. 
where <laughs> Christian Christian has pulled up the Dora Explorer official page for the character named Tico, and I tried to look over her, and he covered it with both of his hands like it was shameful. Well, because he started talking about his dreams, so I wanted to talk about. He was talking about Full Metal Jacket, yeah, which, is a, said, which is a bloody movie about the, about the horrors of war and how it turns explain. and it turns Allow man into machine. Explain. And he has the fucking Dora the Explorer page over the purple squirrel. Because you were asking, have you ever bit, had a dream where you were with a character? Okay, alright. Well, so I did research, trying okay. to find... Before we get on this tangent, fucker. before we get on this tangent, finish. Uh, it was just, it was me, I was in the scene where all the soldiers march while singing the Mickey Mouse Club theme song. Which is a really good scene for a movie that I have not actually, uh, you know, witnessed. I haven't seen Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, he hasn't seen the movie. I haven't seen the I've movie, seen but the I dreamed about it. I'm sure he does. Oh, I love that. Um... Which is true for a lot of things. I love that scene. Do you want me to explain? Continue with your story about, about Tico the Purple <laughs> Squirrel from Dora the Explorer. I had a dream involving this man. This man? man. This is like absolute unit. No, it is, and the bio reads. I thought it had a like four-year-old Spanish-speaking squirrel and a good friend to Dora. While Tico is young and playful, he is also brave and heroic. And he can drive. Did you have a dream about Tico the Squirrel from Dora? Yes, I did. Oh. I'm sorry, can we read his enemies on the Wikipedia page? Who's enemies? Enemies? His, okay, so he has like, like friends, and it's Dora, Boots, Benny, uh, Issa, Issa, Fiesta Trio, Diego, Baby Jaguar, relatives, Acorn, Mom. And if enemies. If, if every single one of these characters is not in the movie, I will walk out of the theater. Look. Which is really hard, because it would be dependent on me knowing what's not in the movie yeah. in order to leave the theater. He found it. Christian just found something. Enemies. No, he found enemies. I don't have a lot Do you want to say it or do you want me to say uh, it? Um, <laughs> well, we, we can all agree that his first enemy would be Swiper. Obviously. He's the common bad guy. <laughs> Isn't Benicio Del Toro But then Swiper according the to movie? the fandom wiki of Dora the Explorer, yeah. Tico. <laughs> <laughs> can I just... I don't remember this, I, but apparently his enemies was someone named... I'm so happy we started. Muhammad Cunningham. I I am so happy we started our first episode with no game plan, and now we're on this. <laughs> no, look, he has look. We're not look. Enemies: he, Swiper, Muhammad Cunningham. Cunningham. But it was who's Muhammad It's only Cunningham. seen. You can't. There's no link. You can't to even it. type him in. I'm looking it up. Did while, someone, while, while you Google, I'm gonna continue my story about. Did Tico. someone just add their friend's name to the list? That's very. That's very. I don't know. Possible. Okay. So the story was. It was over the summer. I was at my house, and I woke up, and apparently I shared a room. What was that, huh? That was my alarm. <laughs> what is it? Reminds me to go to class in an hour. Well, no, what sound is it? What? What sound is it? It was uh, Papillon by David Arkansas. That's fucking copyrighted. It is. I'm Christian. sorry. You start over. So this Tico guy, am I right? So I wake up, <laughs> and there's another bed in my room, uh -huh. which is there in real life. Uh -huh. Tico was sleeping in. Uh-huh. But for some reason, he didn't look like a Detective Pikachu real-life version. He was just the 2D image that could move. Oh, that's always how it is. Oh. So we leave and start walking down my block to go get some Colombianas, which are a Spanish drink that I love. And of course, Tico would love as well. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. This happened. You're smiling too. Get the bottle cap out of the hot tub. Yeah. I found out who Muhammad Cunningham is. And then... Wait. Is that is it part of the show? Well, it's his voice actor. Uh, what the fuck? 
No, look. No, the way it's set up. The way it's set up is like it's like a bracket where it's like voiced by Muhammad Cunningham, uh Jose Zelaya. That is really introspective. John Carlos. The voice character of a character. Then why is it in the enemy's bracket? It's not. It's just in the voice bracket. It's just it's centered weird. What would you do if if you're if your own the character that you voiced in the show is your enemy? Continue with your story, Chris. Sorry, go right We're walking down the block. Me and my new best friend Tico. Uh-huh. Yelling. <laughs> the that's, mic. The, that's the name of the episode, me and, me and my best friend Tico. We're walking. I'm never gonna complete the story. And we're getting close to the shop right where we can get some Colombianas. Which you can't do. Uh-huh. <laughs> when I kid you not. Follow through, my friend. Tico had a gun. <laughs> I don't know why this dream came up to me now. And then Tico asks if we want to rob the store. And I tell him, no. I have three dollars. We can buy them and then share one. Harry, if you're listening, I'm so sorry that you're not here for the story. Because I know you could make it a, like Who's twice Harry? as long. My good friend Harry, who I'm sure would, would find a way... Are we doing shoutouts? We're doing shoutouts. Shout out to Muhammad Cunningham. Muhammad Cunningham. Muhammad Cunningham, come on the show and do the voice, and and you and Christian will act out in in radio in radio drama form his his dream. One time when I was a small child, uh, the I had a dream that I like, it was like I I had no uh f- like like uh really. <laughs> Do you know in dreams when it's like it's like you're locked, you're stuck, and there's no object permanence, you can only like see what's in front of you, and yeah, you're yeah. like trampled? So I was lying in front of my bed, and, I, and, and fucking CGI Scooby-Doo, like James Gunn Scooby-Doo, fucking has the, like, he has like a gruff, low voice with like Mr. T, like sounds like Mr. <laughs> T, like, and he begged me, like pleaded, that I be Mr. Peanut for Halloween. I don't know what any of that means. To this day, I don't know what that means, but it was a dream that I had. And it was so clear, and I was so young. It may, it might have even been because I didn't even know what Scooby Doo sounded like. Like, there's a lot of para- like cartoon paraphernalia in my childhood, like room, but I wasn't even familiar. Like, I just trusted that it was good material. <laughs> like, my room was loaded with Spider-Man. I never saw any of the Spider-Man movies. I, I had like a VHS tape of the cartoon. Really? Yeah. My first, um, I had a, my my grandma had a VHS tape of the '60s cartoon. I'm so glad I can't see your laptop. <laughs> it's a picture of the voice actor, Muhammad Cunningham. Yeah, Muhammad Cunningham. No, it's not. It's Mark Weiner, who's By the, the way, voice of Swiper. Because I was confused oh. on who's Swiper. Oh, it's not. It's not Bill ne- Benicio del Toro, man who is in Last Jedi for three minutes. The no, you mean he was he played d- 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 DJ he played the guy with the stutter st- st- his name st- was stutter. Diz that was DJ <laughs> yes stutter oh yeah remember he had a stutter for like three seconds yeah we're not talking about Star Wars guys yes what who's Nadiri I, I don't know listen uh, he's one of Swiper's Christian friends. it might come as a shock what uh, Christian Christian it might come as a shock to you that I have not seen Dora the Explorer in probably 15 years Whoa, this is a this is a bad that's a bad relationship, I'll tell you that much. Well, you can't just say that. <laughs> Can we get off the door of the Explorer Wiki, no, please? Look, Swiper's friend is Dora, but then if you go to Dora, her enemy is Swiper. <laughs> that's it's It says enemies Dora formally. Oh, does it? Oh yes it does. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just that that looked that seemed like an abusive relationship and I just wanted to capitalize on that. Are we done? <laughs> Are we done with what? 
With Dora? <laughs> with Dora, yeah. I, I mean, can I can close up the Dora wiki. We're closing up the Dora wiki. Okay. Um, guys, remember Super Robot Monkey Team Hyper First Go? There's so many mid 2000s cartoons we could talk about. Remember Ying Yang Yo? Yes. Do you remember Kappa Mikey? No. Next time, on the next episode, we'll have a section devoted to Kappa Mikey. I don't know. I'm gonna forget <gasps> that. What? Kappa Mikey. No, stop. We'll ask Mike about Kappa Mikey. Because that's his name. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was talking about uh, 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 green machines for too long. Green machines were these lovely uh, remote control cars that you could drive in. I saw one at a block party. I wanted it desperately. But as always, with things that I would ask my parents for, I would just kind of forget about it. <laughs> like the RC ones? <laughs> no, like the, beat, like the big one, the ones you could drive in. I had a Lady McQueen one of those. Mm. <laughs> Where is it today? Probably in my garage. We're gonna break it out. I'll if find not. it. Next time I'm at home, I'll find it and I'll take a picture of it. Imagine pulling up just like anywhere just on one of those like ones where you had a battery. It's just like one of those motorcycles. I used to have one of those in my backyard. I right wanted one of those. There's a lot it was of like things. It really tiny are. and it was like all held together by like one piece of plastic that went over the machine. Technology's weird. You know what's uh, weird? Nanomachines. Nanomachines, son. Where are my nanomachines? Yes. They're... I don't know. That was a weird splash, you did. Yeah, this, is, this, is, this water is getting like frozen over in some areas. Let's just get out of the hot tub. Alright, uh, All right, here we go. Here we are. Why'd you do this? Why'd I do Because that's what you do in Dragon Ball. Uh, no, I'm asking you in real life. Why did you do that? Because <laughs> that's how you teleport in Dragon Where Ball. Where did you okay. bring us to now, Mark? We're in my living room. It uh, has a nice, it has a... Look at this bear rug. A I nice crackling fire. Uh, yeah. Bear skin rug. It's a little rough, a little rigid. A little tangy. <laughs> tangy. I've been playing Sonic 06. Have you? No. Yes. Oh no. Good story, Christian. <laughs> we're getting near we're getting near the end. We're getting near I I I the Sonic campaign I think I finished in one day and I started the silver campaign. I I think I was playing for like over twelve hours and no one stopped me. Not neither YouTube chucklehead stopped me. What what Wikipedia page are we on now? Imagine you lost. Get off! <laughs> what is that? Why is there a picture of Wild Wild Wolves being stabbed? <laughs> Wait, go up! Go up! There! <laughs> what did you look up? <laughs> I googled Wild Wild Wolves. Why is the first picture of him being stabbed? I'm on your mic now. Hey, what's going on on this side? Who's coincidence? Who's coincidentally? Voiced by Grey Delight. Oh my god, I actually found it. I found the picture of Wow Wow Wubsy getting stabbed. Well, imagine Wubsy. losing your virginity wallet. <laughs> Harry! I need you! Can we cut this? Can we cut this? Harry, I need you. I need you to dissolve the tension or add more to it. I don't know. Barry, you're fired. Harry, come on the podcast. I need Harry here. Um. Uh, Sonic 06 I think we should save for when Liam gets here. Sure. Great. Has he played it? Uh, nope, but he knows something about it. You didn't I'm, beat it yet. I'm gonna make the argument that, it, that the story's on par with Kingdom Hearts. Wow. But I'm not, I'm not gonna argue oh. until he gets here. Oh my god. Uh, you can't do that. I can do is, that. Is Liam, a, is Liam a Kingdom Hearts guy? I don't know. Mm, no. Surge is. I probably am more than him. I'm the Kingdom Hearts boy. I know you are. So, the main event. I would say Metal Gear is also... On par with, it's, they're very, no, it's not. They're I think very, the, the very. The storyline's so good. No, it's no. The thing is with Metal Gear, they tell you the full story. Complex complexity. 
Well, it's like, you know... No, like, it's all there. It's a lot you. of mystery but No, it's not. Mystery With Metal Gear? Fucking mystery No, it's not. More than... Then why is every person that I play Metal Gear with confused by the end of it? Because they don't watch it. I wasn't confused, but I didn't even fucking watch it. I just, I was... You've explained confused. it to me over the course of time, just in our... In, in like, passing. Yeah, what's so hard to get? Oh, I, I was making the <laughs> argument. I guess we could add to this. Uh, I'll add to it another... Uh, there's so many conversation, like, bookmarks that I'm gonna expand on in later episodes, but, um... I'm of the opinion that if if drama is done well, then you don't need to see any of the, the uh, preluding stories, like fucking Metal Gear Solid Four or whatever. I thought I just like I was invested. I don't know any of the fucking characters, but it was done well, so I could appreciate it. It, it helps, but it's like I don't know. Is that how you feel about Infinity War as well? Because yes, because I've seen like fucking a grand total of three Marvel movies, and I can I'm fine with it. It certainly adds to the weight of it when you see the other movies, but it's not. That's not to the service of the story. Uh, Something you want to share? Mr. I googled ziggurats and I found a meme. You want to read the whole thing? Sure. Show your girl this: a photo of a ziggurat. If she says "sweet ziggurat," you say, "Come over, winky face, J.K. Priest only." It's a tablet of cuneiform. If she says cuneiform, actually, don't you ever dare to. Say <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do that. I can say that. I can say whatever I want. You can't. Is that thing supposed to be plugged in? I wonder what the fuck that does. Should I do it? Uh, probably not. Do you unplug the TV? No, don't touch anything. Oh uh, yeah, it's the TV. We're playing uh, Project M. Who's excited for Project? Who's excited for Project NX? What? It's, what? It's the it's the Project M mod for for Smash Ultimate. Don't ruin Smash Ultimate. What do you mean? Don't ruin Smash Ultimate. They're making better. Ultimate's great, but it could be better. I don't, I don't care. It can always be better. I don't like when mom and dad fight. It can always be better. <laughs> no, Ultimate's great. I think Ultimate's the best Smash game. It doesn't need to be melee. Do you want to elaborate on that? It doesn't need to be melee. It's good. The best Smash game. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I think um, it's very. I think it's 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 like it's more competitive, obviously, than Brawl. But it's like obviously, it's not as much as Melee. But the only thing that makes Melee competitive is how broken the game was. Oh, that's a fact. Oh shit. There's no one here to debate that because I don't give a fuck about tough words. I, I respect competitive Smash, but I'm not good at the game, so I, I cannot continue. No, you can we continue. We should get somebody on who, here that can debate. Who knows? It, Cause like no one on our shortlist plays fucking Smash Brothers. Cause melee, Liam does, but he plays Ultimate. Melee has has glitches that game that you know gamers can exploit. Gamers, that Whoa. gamers can exploit. It's not based on exploiting. Fucking, it's a technique. Technique. It's 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 authorial intent. Sakurai did not intend for you to wave dash, but it is in the game. Therefore, it is just as valid as any intended move. Yeah, I th but bringing those back, there's a reason that it's not in the game anymore. Uh. I think bringing those back. Yes. Brawl, Brawl was try, was an attempt to make it a party game, and then and I think look how well it works. Ultimate was going back to form. I think Ultimate was going back to form, but perfecting it. I think Ultimate's a better. I think four is a, Ultimate's a perfectly I think, fine. I think four game. is literally the beta version of Ultimate, and it should not count as a sequel. Well, it's just called Super, Super Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers. Super Smash Brothers Pen Ultimate. 
More like. More like! More like that. I'm practicing mental energy. So Toy Story 4 is coming out soon. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't have time to talk about it. We don't? I don't. You don't? No. I Why not? Leave, I gotta leave it, it in 15 minutes. Because I have class. Are we gonna talk about this with Liam? Okay, do you know what? Are we gonna talk about this? We'll talk about it some other time. Some other time. How Toy about Story? we do this? We do a quick, quick little challenge. Well, I can just you. edit it. I'm gonna keep oh, a timer. Yeah. For let's say three minutes. Mm -hmm. I want you to summarize as you, Shane, as quickly as you can. Let's say the first two movies. Toy Story. Why not three? Yes. I don't know. You want to give him five minutes? Do all three? I can do. I can do it in thirty seconds. Three minutes. You get a minute for each movie, then tough guy. Every Pixar movie. Every Pixar just movie. Just set it. Just set a minute, and I'll. Alright, get a minute for, for copyright for Weezer. I'm also gonna turn off my fucking sound. I don't know how to do that, so well, I'll just uh, watch it. <laughs> okay. Alright, three, two, one, Toy Story one, go. A small cowboy doll with sentience is jealous of a spaceman doll, while the spaceman doll thinks that he's actually a spaceman, but he's actually not, and he slowly discovers that he is a toy and goes through an existential crisis. I have 45 seconds left, dude. I told you I could do it. In well, do it in the Give it better more detail. Right, so, okay, so they go to... Mrs. Nesbitt! That's a great... I'm starting the timer over. It's, it's Why? Because you it's suck. I did it! It's done. How much time we got left, huh? What? How much time we got left until you're leaving? 15 minutes? Okay. Just pulls now up we're going to be talking about the Kietis dog. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a funny little meme that's going around. I don't even know how old, it's, how old it is. It's a small little uh, fat puppy. It's a it's a blank. Don't play it. It's gonna. I don't know. I don't know who would sue us, but <laughs> someone would. It's a small little. Know your meme. I was about to go on. Know it's your a meme. small little yeah. puppy. I was going on. Know your meme. Dot. That. <laughs> that sprouts a human hand that is bigger than its entire body with a giant blunt, and it says "Kiedis," which means you want. And boy, howdy, is it just the funniest darn thing to me, especially me. There was an there was a there was an edit of the video where. It was four seconds of the puppy just staring at you, and there was no edit. <laughs> and it's just dead silent. And for some reason, I, in one little, like, couple of seconds, was the hardest I've left, probably. Most, uh, most energy I've exerted laughing in a long time. I, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. What does that remind you of? The Kiedis meme? Well, um, <laughs> it reminds me of... I don't know. The dogs. It reminds me of Jim Carrey and Alessandra Mussolini. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. What? Remember? Okay, so I'll pull it up. I have an article. Right Jim here. Carrey made a picture uh, that was celebrating Mussolini's death, and lo and behold, Mussolini's granddaughter, who is an active member in uh, Italy's government, told him that he was a bastard. And hmm. Well, that's something you don't see every day. No. Oh God! Yeah, now she's she's, I, she's in fights with people. I'm sure on she Twitter, is. where they're just like, you know, your grandfather was Mussolini, That's, right? You know, you yeah, you, I like <laughs> you might have an argument, but you know, you know, your grandfather, your was grandfather Mussolini. was Mussolini. There's not much left to say. I cracked my knuckle. Yeah, this guy's like, what, crack crack your neck. It's like clear. Okay, let me, let me just do it. You okay? Ooh, I'm sorry! I wonder if I was peeking there. I wonder how long I've been peeking. Nah, no, that's fine. We haven't peeked yet. No. 
Maybe yeah. if we all lean in and start talking. Maybe we all if we all lean in, we can peek the fucking mic. Okay. You know what we'll do? Yeah. We're gonna we're all gonna whisper one word story. This this fellow. Okay. The fucking classic improv bit. Here we yes. Go. Do you want to start, Mark? And it'll go to me. One day, I found a little squid boy in Kansas, and he told me to fuck off. <laughs> much better, much better. Comedy go, baby. We have time to talk about Detective Pikachu. I mean, I'll, I'll, I might- I am excited for Detective Pikachu! This fluff fluff will rough you up! I, um... I don't know what I said, I apologize. I, I like that it's, it's not- The way you approach the material for most of these fucking things is that you either take it dead serious, or you go, Oh, isn't it crazy that this thing is happening? Like, uh... Like Sonic? Mmm, maybe. I, we don't know about the Sonic movie yet. But like, uh, Age of Ultron, when... Everything is just like, huh, 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 huh. Isn't it funny that we're superheroes? Huh, huh, don't take it seriously. Which is Joss Whedon. It's Joss Whedon, yeah. But, um, what's this? I, I think the original screenplay was written by uh, Alex Hirsch, who did Gravity Falls. The screenplay of Detective Pikachu? Yeah, I don't, know if they, I don't know if they used it. Oh my god. But he had some level of influence on it. Alex Hirsch, come on our podcast to uh, talk about it. Can we, hold on, can we look on the front page of knowyourmeme.com? Can we? I, I don't know. Let's do it. Sponsored by Know Your Meme. Popular. Let's see. Slenderman. <laughs> That's, what? That is old. <laughs> Doge. Is, I do not see this from Lenny me. Face. Forever Alone. Good lord. Harambe. Problem. 2016 year names was... Do a barrel I, th roll. I think the worst, either the worst or the best, depending on your disposition. 2016? Yeah. Oh, the only one I liked was uh, The Nutshack. <laughs> Let's look up. It's not even a meme, it's just literally just repeating that which has existed for 10 years. It's pretty boop, good. Boop, boop, boop. Sponsored by Nutshag. Wow. Everything's a meme. Everything can be a meme. Explain to, explain to the folks what a, what a meme actually means. Um, I'm gonna look up the actual... And how it ties into Metal Gear. Oh, you wanna know what a meme is? Yeah, let's explain. So a meme is an element... Uh, well, Google says an element of a culture or system of behavior that may be considered to be passed from one individual to another by non-genetic means. It was coined in this uh, philosophy book, and that philosophy book is the book that inspired the um, overarching, I guess, goals of the characters in Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots. And also, they mention it in Rising Revengeance, the one where uh, you play as Raiden. And so, Metal Gear Solid 4 came out in 2008. Yeah. So it was before memes, like... I think it was, no, no, the word meme was there, it just wasn't as popular. Yeah. I they mean, use it on, like, forums and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't, like, the way that they use it today. The way that it commercialized. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, when they say, like, so in... In the end of Metal Gear Solid 4, when Snake says, wipe this meme from the face of the earth, he's not talking about troll faces. He's talking about... Bad he, luck, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to contribute to culture. He he's, doesn't. He's he not, wants to be a ghost. He's not talking. The same way the uh, big boss says to him at the end, like, the world doesn't need snakes well, anymore. Well, just like we did for the word so, for, uh, I googled why the word meme, like, the timeline of the word meme. Doesn't it, uh... Let it be known that its highest point... Was during the 19... 
1969. What the fuck? And it's been on the decline. Yeah. Um. Guys, we need a meme. Now. Let's make a meme. Here's the meme. We can't make the meme. Our audience has to make the meme for us. We don't know if it's going to be a running joke unless you know, our audience figures it but, out. But there is some hope because the use of the word capital M meme is on the rise. How would oh, you distinguish okay. that? How would you distinguish that? It's a proper noun. Does Kojima know about this? This Kojima, I don't know. Let me let me look up Kojima. What about Meme? Kojima. Meme. I used to think it was called Meme. Everyone, everyone goes to that part of their life when they think it's called Meme. I looked up Kojima on memes, and this uh, Reddit forum came up that says, "Why do so many Russians comment on Kojima's Instagram?" That's on the Death Stranding subreddit. That's a pretty good meme. Next, uh, let's look up just. Uh, the use of memes. How did we go from this to Detective Pikachu? Solid. Um, we just looked up meme, I think. I don't know. Oh, wait. What the fuck know. happened? What? Who cares? What How do we go from this to, from from Tico from, to this? <laughs> Tico carrying a strap, he, going to get Colombiana. the centerpiece of this episode? <laughs> because he always is. Tico's the center of every Dora episode. Have you watched Dora? Yeah. Have you ever like? Are you a fan? I haven't watched Dora since I was a small child. What was your childhood? Did you even show? read the mangas? What did childhood you watch? show. Okay, ready? Like, like, not like SpongeBob, where I can like sort of bleed into the adult. Like, I baby. Could, show. I could watch Dora. Too, like for a baby time. show. Like baby fucking. I don't know. Little. What was it called? Little. No, not that one. That uh, sense? No, no, no. I was, I was thinking of that, but it's not that. Remember when that was a meme? Little What's... Bill. No, fucking little Mozart. Whatever the fuck it's called. It's like those little Einsteins. No, no, I, it's not. It's not that. I know it's not that. Fuck! I don't. I have to think about this now. It was not like even a show. It was literally just like like shaped in numbers and shit. But it had like classical music behind it, and I distinctly remember that. Uh, the fucking Savums. Remember the Savums? Remember High Five? No. <laughs> High Five was like a variety show with puppets and shit, but for small children. And Savums was a early CGI show. It was just like people. It was like it was like it was like a, it was like a prototype version of uh, what's that fucking show? Like like it's like Wonder Pets, except they all look like strange little alien alien uh, homunculuses, and they just go and, and do adventures. And I remember that it looked like Wonder Pets. It, it was like that. it didn't look like Wonder Pets, but it was like the same premise. Like they were just like, like hero types and just go and solve people's problems and oh, learn along Wonder the way. Pets. Um, but they, they had this, they had this, their, their fucking, uh, HQ was outdoors, it was on this island, and that picture was ingrained in my mind's eye for years, and I didn't know where the fuck it was from, and I had to look it up. Um, what other children's shows? I don't know. I watch I, Kim Possible a lot. Really? I do too. A lot of people do. I don't know, I never got into that one for some reason. I, every time I was sick, I would watch Kim Possible. My number one was probably Thomas the Tank Engine. I know. You and go to the Thomas. You go to the Thomas Isle the mall. Yeah, and I'm always disappointed when they. <laughs> and you, can, you go to the Thomas Isle the mall, and then you get mad because it's not up to par. <laughs> because it's like the the way they've changed it, where it's like, yeah, here's a tractor, and it's like it's not a train. <laughs> like the only characters that were non-train was Cranky the Crane and the helicopter. And then if you wanted anything else, go watch JJ the Jet Plane and get out of my Thomas. Okay, now let me ask you this: Have you seen the movie with Alec Baldwin? Sparkle, sparkle, sparkle. Okay, so you have. Yes. Agreed. Love that movie. Oh, do you? Yes. It's the the guy looks like 
Nick Nolte, but it's not Nick Nolte. That's when he. That's when he. Alec Baldwin faces certain death, and then he doesn't, and he looks at the audience and he says, "Wow, did you save me?" Yeah, because you did. Diesel holds him over the edge of a bridge, and he cuts one of the hydraulics on him with a bolt cutter. Jesus and he, Christ! He, he cuts I'm one of the hydraulics. I'm surprised you remember it to this level yeah. of detail. But continue. Yeah. Diesel has a claw on top of him, and he grabs and holds uh, Alec Baldwin, and uh, so then class of four minutes. Yeah, I do. Well, no, it's, it's at three thirty. Oh, it's at three thirty. Are you gonna leave? Okay. But I just leave it there. Um, and so he's holding, he's holding Alec Baldwin over this bridge, and Alec Baldwin just has bolt cutters on him, and so he he cuts one of the hydraulics on Diesel's uh, claw, and Diesel just throws him towards a windmill, and he lands on a bunch of sandbags. Yeah. And he's just like, "Did you put these here for me? Thanks." And I was like, oh, I guess I did." Like, I don't. You did a He you. foreshadows that you were the linchpin in all of this. He he foreshadows that in the beginning, where he's like, "You, you might did. even help me later," and then that's what it was. That's ah. that's so creepy though. You might even help me because you were part of the event. Audience, you might even help us later. That was cool. Really? That's how I knew Alec Baldwin. Like to this, like to this day, what when I see him. What about the SpongeBob? What about Dennis for the SpongeBob movie? Thomas came up before SpongeBob movie, and even then, like Cat in the Hat, like when he was in the he was in the Cat in the Hat the movie. The Cat in the Hat movie is so fucking great. <laughs> I watched it at five in the morning. We ordered like like fifth, like like two hundred dollars worth of cheeseburgers from McDonald's, so bad. and um. My friend who's sitting next to me was just like getting increasingly upset. The part where he goes, um, he goes, son of a, and it cuts. My friend was just like, oh my god. Yeah, it's terrible. He was so reserved in like his upsetment, but it was it was so like destroyed. Either me or my older brother, I can't remember who, got in trouble in school for saying dirty hoe, and we were like, we were quoting the Cat in the Hat movie. <laughs> we were just quoting the Cat in the Hat movie. It made sense. What and... else? Because he had a he had a hoe, and. <laughs> Yeah. But did you know what that meant? <laughs> no, of course I didn't. But then why the fuck were you quoting Dirty Ho as a garden object? In my good Because Catholic I was quoting school. the Cat in the Hat movie. I was just quoting the Cat in the Hat movie, Your Honor. <laughs> That's what it felt like. And uh, then there was other things in it. There's other, they make, uh, they made boner jokes. And yeah, remember that? No. He looks at the, he looks at the, and his hat grows. He looks at the mom, a picture of the mom, which and means, his hat grows. And then the kid goes, that's my mom. Which and means then the cat he, shrinks. Which <laughs> means, the hat shrinks. Which means the cat in the hat procreates with his hat. Uh, yes. Written by Dr. Seuss. Why do you think he always wears a hat? <laughs> that's all he does. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Can we find a better note to end on? Is, is there, any, <laughs> at one, two, three. Is, is there, there anything left to say? I don't know. I don't know. Shame. The question is, we, the answer is, we don't know. That's why it's a question. We don't answer the question in the title. Is there anything no. left to say? Liam? When we come back, Mr. Liam, after these messages. Yeah, after these messages, we're gonna, we're gonna get uh, Liam, he's coming to the hot tub. We're going back to the hot tub. And uh, whew, boy, the wacky hijinks that are gonna ensue. We'll be talking about... Um, Stuff. If you're here for the Wait, party- Wait, do it again, do it again, we cut you off. Fuck you, man. Wait. If you're here for the potties, clap your hands. If you're here for Tico, clap your hands. Ha! See, the joke- well, no, the, the joke's not dead because they haven't heard those episodes yet. Take that. So, I- I- before we- before we begin, I'd like to mention that... Now, we haven't recorded anything other than episode one, but I just want to say that if we were ever to hypothetically refer to episode one in episode two, 
we would only be talking about the segment that you just heard and not the segment that is about to incur. Why? Golly, gee willikers, I don't know. Because we forgot this half. Shane, you sound different. What's going on? I, I just I just had a really bad case of... Oh, oh, oh okay, that makes sense. Classic makes Shane. Sense. Classic Shane, <laughs> am I right? Getting that... Yeah, yeah, Shane, say your typical uh, Shane lines. There's no gold behind our money. Oh, I love when he... I, oh, I love when he says that. Put that on a shirt and sell it to a homeless man. <laughs> so wait a minute, we there were three people here just a second ago in this hot tub. Now there's four. May I ask who the fuck you are? No. Good answer. Hi. Good answer. Okay, thank you for listening. Hi, my name is Liam. Okay, we did it. So wait, who the who the fuck is that? It's Shane. Yeah, it's that's Shane. His bad case of <laughs> gave him ginger hair. Now he's now he looks much more Italian. Yeah. Than he used to be. Oh, really? Descri describe him further. So, Liam, um... <laughs> Hello. Now, we had no topics uh, when we just did this last time, uh, and I understand yes. that you have a shit ton prepared. Uh, my brain is cooked, so for the mo majority of this, I'm just going to let you uh, run, and I will chime in as best I can, and Christian will chime in as best he can, and... Uh, so will Shane. And so as will Shane. Can. As he refers to himself in the third person. <laughs> I'm literally like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, God. Good thing there are no girls Sh here. Good, Sh good thing I wrote. Sh Give me something to rant about. Something funny and relatable. Something to rant about? Like, like 40 minute rant? Sure. Um, what, about this, what about this gold? Funny is and relatable? Gold? There's no gold behind gold our money. There is no gold. Gold is, is the fabrication. Why is there no gold behind our money? Because we agree that gold is valuable across the Because world, of all the zombies and skeletons down in the mine, it's getting difficult to harvest gold. I like how the second Shane has been cured of his <laughs> you start making Minecraft humor again. It's been absent in all the episodes that we haven't recorded yet. I'm sure the audience has not lost it all right now. But um As they shouldn't be. You have a very inquisitive look on your face, uh, pen pointed to chin, laptop open. Picture of me outside 7-Eleven eating the fucking buffalo wing. I love this picture. I okay? hate it. In, jun <laughs> so in junior year, specifically it. junior year, my friends all banded together to take the greatest sum of candid pictures of me, and they all exist, and they're all terrible, and I just let it happen, because what else am I supposed to do? There's a picture of me eating a burger on a road in, in the middle of, like, Disney uh, uh, Magic Kingdom, and for our band trip, and when the collage was made, uh, my dear friend, who I will not name for posterity, uh, submitted it to the collage, and it is dead center in that band collage for the, the year 2017. And I thought I had rid it of it, but unfortunately I introduced you to a certain high school friend of mine, um, and who has disclosed that information to you, and now you have used it for your own nefarious purposes. For my new friend that is listening, thank you. I really enjoyed this photo. I'm going to make a shrine of it. Fuck you. Oh my god. Hostility towards the guest? I won't. Not you. <laughs> the guy you're talking about. That's fair. The guy in the chair. Speaking of which, come on our so podcast. Wait, I, I've heard once upon a time that in the, the previous segment of this podcast that you were going to mention something about Kingdom Hearts. Story. Oh, I was. Uh, I was saving Sonic 06. I really enjoyed the story of Sonic 06 as a child because it was fantastical. It made uh, cartoon characters seem larger than life. The scales were dramatic. Um... I wasn't really paying attention to the story. I really liked the character who assumed the form of Shadow the Hedgehog and then turned into this weird crystalline figure with his eyes fucking red and splintered. Uh, a lot of it. Basically, it is s style over substance, 
and cartoon characters that are being overly dramatic to the point where it is absurd, and that is why I'm making the case that it is d- literally just as good as Kingdom Hearts. And yet people like that game more. No, nope. excuse me. Okay. We have, the we have, story. I uh, know. Uh, I Chris, said nothing Christian, to gameplay. Okay, I have to specify. Christian is the one that's going to defend Kingdom Hearts, and I'm the one that's going to throw it down the garbage. Oh, it's, a good thing we, it's a good thing we've waited for you then. Continue. Who should go first? Wait, what? Wait, so your case was that the story? <laughs> now, now you're going to talk. The okay. complicated story is similar? It's, it's, it's overcomplicated to make it sound more uh, astute than it is, and it's... It's making cartoon characters dramatic and having end-of-the-world bullshit tied into the characters that don't okay. mesh with that But to world. explain the story of Sonic 06, how long would it take you if you were to summarize it in those basic form? A lot. You want me to do it? Sure, we have time. <laughs> Give me the full, full story. Not the three stories separately. The main core story in one timeline. So in what we can assume is the 1990s, the King of Soliana works on this thing called the Solaris Project, which is, is devotion to uh, the sun god. There's, there's a magma same. being and a shadow being, no uh, relation um, to the hedgehog. That when combined will create this interdimensional can, being. Uh, travel through time, bring back Cetera. Basically, dude got a dead wife and he wanted to do this scientific uh, thing. I don't know what that means. Revive her. So into the spider verse. <laughs> yes, he is Kingpin. So Kingpin, <laughs> Dolphin, yeah, Kingpin and his uh, suddenly King Soliana gets greeted by Time Silver and Shadow the Hedgehog, who go to confront uh, Portal and the out. They come Shadow exactly where they want to go. They never think about. It. They never talk about it. Shadow and they never has distinguished darkness. I don't know what that means, but he uh, traps Mephiles, and Mephiles says he will remember. I've not mentioned Sonic the Hedgehog once. He has no, nothing not. to do with the story. Sonic's story is that he fucks around with Eggman while all this is going on behind his back. Well, doesn't he, like, fight the guys? He, eventually, he, they, they intertwine. He's not, not as an integral. Right now, I'd like to point out, I, I believe that he no. may be prolonging some no. of these explanations with unnecessary points. I did not know that. Do you want me to stop? Cause I can the stop. challenge was to go as quickly as possible going the main story. I think he's prolonging it, but points not proven. Continue. I thought the yeah. challenge was to not go as quickly as possible to make the point that it is as much complicated bullshit as Kingdom Hearts is. No, it's to explain as quickly as you physically can. Fucking okay, great. So the magma the, guy, the, shadow the, guy, and shadow, shadow guy, and then and then silver traps the magma guy and goes back into the future. This was going. And then and then and then and then and then uh, King of Soliana traps the magma guy and dies. Into, uh, so she becomes the sovereign, and if she ever cries, if she ever amends, then the magma god will from burst her body and destroy the That's world. That's what Eggman wants to do and make her cry. Campaign. But he never says that his so goal is to make says, her cry. I want to because he knows how fucking stupid that would sound out loud. But he never says maybe he doesn't know. I don't know. She becomes she becomes campaign Sonic. Is um, and he's then from that distant lane, uh, from the Shadow Boy, Magma uh, Gothing got out of the Prince Silver in the future, future back and kill Sonic. What, that he what he doesn't, doesn't realize is Silver goes back in time and kills Sonic. Will get sad and cry. And release the very Magma God that destroyed he's, Silver. But he doesn't know that. that. So then Shadow has to confront and take him. Take Harry Potter when they were there. Show him bullshit. But what Shadow doesn't realize is that also is a final game. Fuck yeah! Now I'm going to Sonic with you, and then Elise starts crying. Interdimensional beings and then which looks like the Magma God returns. Go. And then Sonic like, um, dies in space. You have to get the seven and chaos emeralds back to Sonic for no reason. And then they all become super Sonics and blow up the Solaris God. And then they go back in time to stop the game from happening. And then you shut off the game and you never think about it again. Wow, that I really didn't want to know that much. Uh, so back to Kingdom Hearts. I don't think I even want to talk about Kingdom Hearts anymore after that. <laughs> That's why it's, it's comparable because it's overcomplicated. So do you enjoy Sonic 06 as a form of guilty pleasure because it was something that you played in your childhood it's, and it's not actually a solid piece of gaming history? I love like you're the guest in interviewing me, but anyway. I know, right? Um, well, you didn't ask me any questions and I'm the one that prepared material. 
That's how you Holy want to shit. <laughs> he's he's still in the show, baby. Um fucking uh oh, because uh my argument was, and I've said this to you many times, so you're probably tired of hearing it, but the audience doesn't know, is that as um as a child, you accept it's like the Truman show, like you we accept the reality as we're presented to it. Um so as a child, you accept those games as they are presented to you, you never question the, the developers who made them, and you never question if they could be wrong, you just believe them. So you have to struggle and adapt to the game, and you just take any and all bad programming, level design, anything as just added difficulty, and you combat it and you overcome it, and because I'm so used to it as a kid, I can breeze through it as an adult. That's what adulthood is about, playing video games. Quickly. Quickly. Uh, well, the, the reason I brought that up was because uh, you mentioned to me that one time that uh, you never got into Pokemon, and probably because you never played it as a kid. I didn't. I'm a Poke Boomer. Poke Pokey Pokey Boomer. Or a Gen One, or I'm sorry, is the, is the trademark is the real uh, Shane. Have you ever played that. Pokemon? I've played Gen One to Gen Five, so red and blue to black and white. Wow, buddy, yeah. can you cough already? You have a high, can... high opinion of Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like all of it up until when I stopped playing it. Mm-hmm. So After that, I think so it's no, dumb no because I don't, because I never played it, and I think that. After Diamond, and Pearl, and Platinum, I stopped. Mm, see, the thing is, I started back up when I started playing Generation Five, uh, uh, Black oh. and White. Uh, my my argument against, and I've talked about this with you before. This is a running theme, but um, Pokemon as a series is improvements upon a pre-existing formula and not a continuation or an expansion of the concept from what i understand you have to keep in mind this is a perspective from someone who really hasn't given the time of day to any of those games i played x and y a little bit and i still felt the same way um but that's how i feel from trying to play those i did play the shit out of crystal the original one um and i really enjoyed that because that is I think that is the quintessential Pokemon, uh, and even still, you could make the argument that it's like so people love uh, Soul Silver and whatever the Heart Gold yeah. or whatever. Yeah, Soul Silver was probably in my top three favorites. And those are just graphical upgrades of that game. Yeah. Which one of them was the one you had the little Poke Walker? Uh, oh, that I think was, it was that. Um, yeah, and, yeah, uh, it was. It was uh, Heart Gold Soul Silver. No, yeah, it was four. yeah, which is um the 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 Wii Fit pedometer. It's the same exact thing. They just reskinned it and released it, like the same hardware and everything. That's why it's shaped the same way and everything. Hmm. But um, the reason I bring it up is because uh, well, well, this is this is just a segue into a much larger rant of mine. But uh, the re- hello, uh, <laughs> the reason I bring it up is because the uh, my experience with Pokemon was I played the remake of Gen One. I played Leaf Green. I don't like and that. And then I didn't play anything for a very long time. And but I wa- kept up with the anime. So I still knew I still knew all of the Pokemon leading up all the way up to Gen Four because I watched the anime. The anime, and like then a- I didn't watch the anime for a very long time. And then my sister-in-law brought me a copy of uh, of Gen Five of of uh, Black version, 
and I played it, and it was wild because it was like I was experiencing Pokemon for the first time because I hadn't been keeping up with the anime and I haven't looked at any games or any uh, anything on the internet. I was just playing it, and it was the most magical experience of my life. Because it's brand new. That is a similar yeah. situation. Okay. It was it was beautiful. That's pretty cute. I really I'm really jealous That's of people who are able to to hold off on looking at games as they uh, reach their release point because I it be amazing to go into a game blind but it's almost impossible in this age of communication as a child i grew up with the nintendo 64 god bless the only mario i knew was the low poly plush doll looking motherfucker from mario 64 um and then one day at a block party i went inside to get a soda pop i could not locate the soda pop so i went to the basement and down there uh, my, uh, my, of where? Your house? My cousin's house at my cousin's block party. You never specified. It just kind of sounded like you walked into I someone's house. at a block party. <laughs> at a block party, which could be anywhere. You can't be right because we have the footage to go back. <laughs> so we fuck you. <laughs> um, everyone, everyone, everyone time travel back to when I said that and Christian was wrong. Anyway, um, so I... Now I lost my train of thought. I went to my cousin's uh, uh, inside to the basement, and my cousin had was playing game was was playing GameCube before, but he left it there. And there, in the dark, uh, the whole room lit only by a CRT television was the intro blasting to Smash Brothers Melee, and it was the most high poly Mario I'd ever seen, and it blew my mind. I had no idea what this thing was. It was like a caveman discovering fire. I didn't know what the console was, the game. I didn't even know what Smash Brothers was back then, because my brother, uh, who introduced me to all this stuff, because um, he, he was born seven years before me, so like video game-wise, it's a whole generation above, but um, he introduced me to Smash 64 because his friends were playing in high school, much the way that we played Project M and Smash 4 in our uh, age. Hmm, true. Because I, I, I thought you had experienced at least Smash 64. No. Like before, you see, I didn't know what Smash so was. So you've seen, you've seen Melee before you saw you played Smash 64. Yep. And you I, told me that you I grew up with, Sma I with didn't Smash 64. Well, in a sense, because it was like, what? I was Smash 64, Brothers. Uh, so I was like nine. So you could still say grew up. Mm. But like from that perspective, I didn't know when what Smash was. Mm. So anyway, does our guest have any more questions for me? <laughs> you got me. Uh, yeah, uh... No, I don't. I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, but, uh, because I, I, I mean, you, because you went off hey, into Shane. your, uh, <laughs> you went off into to your, your melee bit, because, uh, I was going to use Pokemon as a segue to talk about Pokemon designs, because Go right I, ahead. I, I think people who have played various Pokemon games have varying opinions yes. of what makes a good Pokemon design. And uh, I do too. I understand Pokemon from both a competitive sense and just a basic casual game sense. So, uh, I'm just interested to hear people's opinions because I'd love to talk about uh, the Pokemon that everybody points to as the reason why Gen 5 was such Ice a cream. hated Bidoof. Pokemon. <laughs> Not the Bidoof wasn't even Gen 5. Bidoof gives me an erection. Gen 3. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to say cut to commercial, but I forgot we're halfway through. Okay. So. Uh, oh, wait. I should say this. There was a distracting reverb effect on the previous... Um, uh, segment that made it sound like we were in a warehouse. Of course, first of all, we were in a hot tub, so that's just very wrong. Second of all, um, were we you still are still are. I'm sorry. Um, we were recording. We're using a, a 
mics hooked to a soundboard, which is also hooked to a computer. For the first segment, we, we put an SD card straight into the board and recorded that way, no computer involved, and we left on a reverb effect that we didn't realize while we were listening. Um, and so for the remaining episodes, we're doing it through the computer on a lovely program that's open source, free to use, called Audacity. You may have heard of it. So no more of that. Anyway, what is Pokemon designs? Ice cream. Ice cream. So... I hear a lot of Badoof. I hear a lot of flack that uh, Vanilla gets for being the ice cream Pokemon. Wait, freeze! What is this motherfucker's name? Hmm? What is this oh, motherfucker? Vanilla. Vanilla. Vanillite. Vanillite. Vanillish. And then vanilla. Would a young child pick up a biological creature and start licking it? And would he have reasons to stop when okay, not identifying that it was an ice cream? Is this shiny version of it chocolate? It I actually want to find that. It should it be. Is. Mint, perhaps? Ooh, yes. uh, green, a nice shade of light green. Vanillite, shiny. What's it look uh, like, shiny? I am checking now. Shane, pull it up. Um, yeah. Here's my. It's, it's just pink. It's pink. Strawberry. 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 Like Strawberry. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing about Pokemon designs. Um, isn't there one that's just like a fucking Also, thing can we keys? point out that like everybody says Pokemon, even though it's Pokemon, but nobody cares. <laughs> nobody well, cares. I heard, I heard Pokemon. So it's harder to say. Yeah. Oh, similar experience. Same set, of, e. same, same set of cousins. There's an right? X on Egu, so it goes up, like in French. Well, Weeb. you're in America. Pronounce it correctly. <laughs> Shane, I've never seen Shane, so that's patriotic so for out an of Irish character. <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> um. Uh, Pokemon designs have not become less realistic. They just, uh, eyes, body shape, uh, features, they all had a same, the same rules for Gens 1 and 2, just the way they were drawn. And all that's different is that the rules are changed. So it's more, like, friendly and childlike. But they don't look less realistic, it's just the philosophy of how they are drawn. Well... It's funny that you mentioned the childlike bit because uh, it's almost like <laughs> these games are made for children. <laughs> no, because uh, the the mascot legendaries for the fifth generation are some of the most complex. Sorry, we're getting a call. From we're getting a down. caller. Hello. Wait, put on speaker. Oh, uh, okay, Dom. Uh, uh, one second. Keep talking, Liam. I'm gonna pretend. I'm. Let me just get out of the hot tub. Oh, you get. You just. Okay. Anyway, Liam, this is the best session we've done yet. I'm one of the main people of this, and Shane. Yes, that's yes, me. We're doing Shane. great. So, the uh, the Generation Five mascot legendaries, Reshiram, Zekrom, and the uh, spliced uh, third legendary Pokemon hey, that combines oh, with them. Oh my God! His name is uh, Dom. Oh my God! How, now we have too many. People. Oh, there's too many dudes in one hot oh tub. Shane, how do you feel about this? Uh, I don't. I don't like it. I think. I think that we should get out. So uh, we have another special guest. Uh, can you introduce yourself, sir? Uh, my name is Thickums McGee. Oh. Oh shit! He said it. So uh, yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of dudes in this hot tub. Just things are beginning to heat up. One might say. What's Only better than a girl in here? Ew. Oh, why, why would you- <laughs> Oh my god, we'll have to edit that oh, out. Andrew can't be in this episode. Listen, dude, dude, we're in- Is there anything left to say mansion, remember? There's a lot of tenants here. Was, People going to school. It's crazy. I was swimming underneath the water in the hot tub. I'm just kind of lurking around like moto moto. I'm gonna go back now. That makes me so oh, she's going back underneath the water with her scuba gear. Underneath the water! 
<laughs> she's gonna... talking about the Pokemon. We'll just edit that out. Okay, so we'll go back to the Pokemon. This fluff fluff will rough you up. I will end you. As I was saying until Marcus got interrupted. Like a bloody so, <laughs> <laughs> remember five? Hey, remember ten minutes ago we were talking about the cat in the hat movie? That was a great time. Yeah. Were you actually? No. When 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 we were talking about the cat in the hat movie, like twenty minutes ago, remember? When no. we were in the hot tub talking about the cat in the hat movie, and there was a big reverb effect. Was the yes from the board? Yeah. Okay. Vicky, great. Vicky, did no, you? I'm dumb. <laughs> I wasn't there. Oh yes, I remember. I wasn't there. Oh yeah, Dom wasn't there. I'm sorry, Shane. Was there. I'm there. You're there. Who's there? Pokemon. Let's go. Liam. Ah uh, yes. Liam. So you mentioned, you mentioned the the childlike designs for for Pokemon because when you uh, are designing a Pokemon and you want children to become attached to it, the best way to do it is to have a design that's easy to draw. That's why Kirby is so simple. So yeah. for uh, for Pokemon's case, uh, the mascot legendaries were criticized for being overly complex. If you've ever seen the Kyurem's, uh black form and white form, the fused designs, it's actually atrocious. What the hell is that? <laughs> but it looks cool! But, but it looks cool! Uh, but uh, people didn't generally didn't like the, the mascot legendaries, but the thing is, uh, for certain uh, Pokemon players, uh, they have the opinion of that the story of Black and White is really good, having a, a team that is against the possession of Pokemon and wants Pokemon to be free. So, uh, like, Pokemon rights activists, so to speak. Uh, but, uh, so the, the designs in Generation 5 <laughs> are extremely varied. Uh, in terms of complexity, and uh, I have to cut that out. <laughs> Sign. Well, what the hell Why? did you do? Shane, you're gone off the rails. <laughs> Please don't say that. What? You're gonna use my fucking name. Don't start saying. You don't think they can distinguish that it's that. not you? After one episode, I didn't say this anything the first bad. Episode. I'm sorry. I just said. Uh, Shane, said Liam, continue. Oh, can I? Yes. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop so, talking at this point. Uh, so, uh, Pokemon designs, because Generation 1, why people love Generation 1 so much, is because it was the first one, and why people love Generation 2, because it was essentially a sequel to the first one, uh, that can be played on the same system. So, uh, although it's technically, uh, unless you would be convinced that, uh, the uh, Game Boy Color is a successor to the, game, the original Game Boy, rather than an ex uh, expanded version of it. So, back to Pokemon. Uh, Vanillite, the Pokemon that everyone points to as the the design that ruined Pokemon designs. Vanillite, I in my in my opinion. Oh, is it the fucking keychain guy? This yeah. guy cleft. Oh my God, you're getting you're getting ahead of me. You're getting oh, ahead of me. Shit. You're getting ahead of me. Okay, so people don't like people don't like Vanillite because it's the ice cream Pokemon. But I think Vanillite is absolutely adorable, and it's definitely not the first Pokemon to be based on food. So. Uh, and but Vanillite's design is so simple, it's lovable, it's easy to draw, yeah. and also it's an ice type. It was cute, and I think it was just like it was just a matter of time. But people like to point out this Pokemon, and it, that completely ruins the fact that Generation Five was a Pokemon was a generation that gave us Zoroark, one of the coolest designs to ever appear in the, in Pokemon game, and everybody loves Zoroark. So which one's that? I like Mewtwo. The Dark type Fox. It has its own movie. Oh yeah. I like Mewtwo. <laughs> you would like me to. You too is funny. <laughs> so, as as <laughs> as Christian gets ahead of me, uh, we were going. To, I was going to get into a rant about uh, Klefki, the, the Generation Six design that people like to rip on because Klefki is based on a keychain. What about the trash bag? Trubbish. But he's got gloves. Trubbish is also adorable, but Garbodor is absolutely a crime against nature. Why is that? <laughs> because it's. 
uh, it not only doesn't have an appealing design, it also doesn't fulfill any sort of power fantasy, so there's no real reason to get attached to it besides the fact that it, you can ironically be attached to it because it is literally the garbage Pokemon. Didn't they? <laughs> Anyway, is that Garbador? Garbador. Yeah, Garbador. Garbage. Oh, I like the plant anime girl looking motherfucker. Garbage dick. What? <laughs> oh, like the the psychic one? Never mind. Which one? Garbador. Garbage. Oh, Garbage. It looks like a fucking uh, Adventure Time character. <laughs> it, it it kind of does. Speaking of Adventure Time, the finale to Adventure Time the, uh, was very good. I haven't seen it. Don't see uh, it. Me neither. Uh, I never. I watched two. I watched the first two seasons. I think it's much more effective if you watch the first two seasons and watch the finale and have no idea what's going on because it's like this little universe that you grew up with has splintered off and become as complicated and diverse as, as you have. Right. Fuck you! <laughs> Where's my FNAF lore at? Come on, fellas. Let's raise a glass. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, when when Dom comes on, can we just talk about FNAF lore? Yeah, let's sure, let's go get him. Dom, you want to talk about FNAF lore? Not today, bro. <laughs> Do you want to sub in for Shane? Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Here, here, Shane, get up. You, you figure All that right. out yourselves. All right, fine. Let okay. me know that sh the, the name Shane is a title, not a person. Okay, so it is a title earned. Second guest star. I'm, I'm ending the bit. Okay, he's ending the bit. I'm. Sorry. I'm ending the bit. This is. I'm. This is actual Shane. In case, in case you didn't notice that my wait, new voice. Wait, wait, well, hold up, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not so quick to be deceived. We can't yeah. prove it. <laughs> prove your Shane. What's something you said earlier in the episode? Oh fuck. <laughs> can't just give me the answer. He cheated. What? There's no. That's. I never. I actually never said that. I avoided saying that because I knew you did. Oh, what really? character did I have a dream about involving a gun? If we all big that. boss. Every episode. Yeah, do you yeah. know why we know that? Because of this podcast. Wait, you know what's funny? Uh, Christian, you brought that up. <laughs> it was pretty funny, but I think just to keep the bit, let's not bring it up in episode two or three. Can we agree to that today <laughs> on this fine early April day? I'm not saying Wait, let's, I... all, let's all shake hands on it. Ready? No. We will not, we will I'm not, not shaking bring it up hands. Again. Okay, here's us shaking our hands. No, so this is, I, we're not shaking hands. Why did you hands. look into my eyes when you did that? We're, we're, we're still not, we <laughs> never, no hands were shook. If so, I, I'm gonna that's so raven this bitch so, and look into the future and predict that I do indeed say Tico does make a reappearance in those I episodes. I predict that Liam's gonna keep talking. You want me to talk about Klefki now? Yeah. Yeah. So, Generation 5 introduced Clef uh, Generation 6, sorry. Generation 6 introduced the Clef the keychain Pokemon, Klefki, which also is another really adorable design. But... Although I love the design of this Pokemon, the physical appearance of the Pokemon, this Pokemon is absolutely the incarnate of Satan. <laughs> because this single Pokemon is probably the most annoying thing you will ever face in any RPG, ever, because of its moveset and its move pool. So, for those of you who don't play Pokemon, there, I'm going to say a lot of things that you don't know and possibly don't give a shit about, but I would love for you to know that uh, Klefki has the hidden ability Prankster, which allows it to go first as long as it's not using it at a physical attack. So, or special attack. It has to be a status move. So, Klefki's entire mo band moveset, it revolves around not playing the game. So, Klefki will throw out a substitute, which is a target that you have to, you're forced to destroy before you can hit Klefki, which costs Klefki a portion of its health. Then, Klefki will use the move uh, Thunder Wave to stun its opponent, making it very difficult for it to attack back. And then, or you could substitute uh, Thunder Wave for Double Team, which will make Klefki even harder to hit. That's, then that's Klefki will, <laughs> then Klefki will raise uh, Swagger, 
Uh, so Swagger is a move that raises your opponent's attack, but also makes them confused. So if opponent's Pokemon is confused, then it is unable. To, then it will have a very low chance of actually attacking and a high chance of hurting itself while it's confused. And then Cliffkey can learn Foul Play, which is just a little extra, you know. Foul Play? Okay, it's, a, there, it's a fairy type there's, attack. There are moves called Double Teamed, Swagger, and Foul Play. Yes. Is it, I'm not a fan. That's like <laughs> all like Gen 1 and 2 stuff. Is it? Yeah. I, I know nothing about Pokemon. I don't know why I jumped into this one. I don't know. I know nothing. Wait, what's so, his name? What's uh, his name? Essentially, so essentially, when you're battling Klefki, Klefki makes it virtually impossible for you to hit it. Because first, you'll have to break its substitute. And then by the time you break its substitute, you'll have already had way too much uh, like attack stat, and you will be hurting yourself due to swagger, because it put you in confusion. And then, on the off chance that you do manage to break through the substitute, and you do manage to land an attack on Klefki, there's a chance that you won't land an attack on a Klefki, because you'll be hit by Thunder Wave, which will paralyze you, or Klefki will raise its... Uh, Intangibility by using double team, Do which not. makes it physically impossible to attack this tiny annoying Pokemon. So as much as you hate Klefki for its design, you know I hate Klefki like? for its usefulness in uh, a competitive scene. Which is why Klefki is the single-handedly the reason why Swagger is no longer allowed in most competitive move sets. So good job, Klefki. Yeah, but it looks dumb. I like weird name. I like um. Yeah. Oh, oh, and I forgot to mention, Klefki has its typing is Steel Fairy, which is the strongest defensive typing in the entire series, help boasting the most resistances. I like having a Pikachu and using the Thunderbolt. Jason Page uh, sang the Pokemon theme song. He has an active YouTube channel. He still uploads covers and original songs to this day. He made his own uh, song for the theme song for Detective Pikachu, which is probably going to be better than anything that is actually in the movie. Uh, uh, Game Freak, please bring this man back. His voice is amazing, and it sounds just as good as it did in the 90s. Who's? Jason Page. He sang the Pokemon theme song. He sang Silent Night for the Hellbenders Christmas episode. That's the other reason you would know him. Really? Yes, same guy. Of course. <laughs> oh, yes! Yeah. I remember that. That's... Uh. Uh, Liam has a bingo board. The free space is the picture of me eating the chicken wing outside of 7-Eleven with the Star Wars shirt. Would you like to know what's on the bingo board? May, no. I, read it? May I read it no. silently? No, 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 no. Just wait to see if, you, if I win. I want, I want to know if I win. It's very funny, though. <laughs> um, uh, uh, oh, I know what this <laughs> Back to the matter at hand. Spectrums. Podcast. Yeah, what? Spectrums was my version of Pokemon. Charter Spectrum. Like, what? It was on the it was on the Nintendo DS. Look it up. So it was on Nintendo DS. You'd go out, you explore. Instead of finding things in wild grass, you would find like uh, uh, fossils. You'd dig up fossils with the stylus, and then you'd bring it back to a lab. And the idea was you had to um, yell or make noise into your microphone at a certain like level of volume to get into this green like area on the meter. And then after a certain amount of time, the fossil would crack open, and you would get like a Pokemon style like monster that would help you out in battles and stuff like that. Except you'd only get, ever get the three basic ones because it's just RNG until every now and then where you'd get like a really good one. But I'd have like 30 of the same little red squirrel. It is eight in the morning. Don't talk to me until I collect my Bakugans. <laughs> Anything else from the bingo board? Which I'm uh, assuming, may I tell the audience what I think it is? You may. Uh, I believe that Liam has concocted a, from knowing me for about a year, he's concocted a bingo board of uh, common tropes of things that I would say, uh, and if he gets them in a line, then he will have won the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to win this podcast. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. The free space. Uh, once again, the free space is it's pretty good. The fucking picture of me eating With eating chicken, chicken wings outside of Seven Eleven. <laughs> Man, trips to Seven Eleven are so fun. In in that was a that was a staple of middle school and high school. We'd go on Schmevin runs. I named it Schmevin because that, I believe that in the Chowder universe, that's what Seven Eleven would be called, Schmevin Eleven, and, and it, it, the name just stuck. The Chowder universe. <laughs> and so um, we 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 would venture to Seven Eleven, which was conveniently located like a mile's distance from both the middle school and the high school, respectively. And every Friday, that would be our that would be our big thing. And um, we would squat, we would loiter outside of the little area. Sometimes there was a there was a bird or two. There was a bird with like an injured leg. We made a friend of it. It was a good boy. They raised it. I wasn't there for that. One time there was a sick bird on my uh, lawn during a block party and my friends poured Pepsi on it because they were trying to revive it. And they yelled at me because I wanted them to get away from it. What the fuck is wrong with you? Okay. Well, not now, you, but them. Okay, now in my defense, my friends probably have a very different version of the story that they will tell and they might get mad at me because I'm not fully telling it. What? 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 They, they give him a nice bed before you want me to they call, gave him a nice... Do you nice, want me to call some... No. no. You give him a nice, like... I'll call Joe. Joe Joe's not going to give a shit. We're, Can I call Joe? That's a I'll call Joe. deep tangent. Wait, I'll call Joe and, Joe and Joe will fucking answer. Oh, no, another guest. Man, wouldn't it suck if your phone breaks today? Yeah, I would fucking hate that. I'd have to go to the store, <laughs> get it replaced. That wouldn't be You probably need an alarm clock. Hello! God? Hi, hi Mark, what's up? What, what, what's um, up? <laughs> we're, we're in the middle of recording a podcast and I need you to rectify something for me. Okay, okay, right. okay, yes, what is it? I just want you to know that, you, that you are Chief? you are being recorded right now. Are you fine with that? I, I'm aware, I'm aware. Okay, okay. Chief? So, can you can you recount the story at the block party with the dead bird and the Pepsi? Because I don't remember everything about it. The dead bird and the Pepsi? Yeah. Jesus Christ, um, I, I feel like... I don't really remember it 100%, but, like, I know the gist of it is that we were at your house for your block party. Yeah. And then, like, there was just a dead bird on your lawn or, or like, near your lawn. And someone's, I don't remember who it was, but someone's, like, preemptive response was to try to pour, like, Pepsi on it. Okay. And you and you, you kept saying, like, no, don't do that. I don't know why. I don't know. You felt like it was, like, disrespectful. Which, I mean, it kind of is. This is on the neighbor's lawn. <laughs> like, why would you pour Pepsi on a bird? I don't the know. The other day, some guy threw a stick at a goose out here. And, like, it, it, like, literally, like, caused me to have to, like, leave and, like, go inside because I felt like it was so disrespectful to the Walked goose. out of the fucking theater I, when that I, happened. I, I'm sorry you had to witness that. Well, Joe, we, yeah. will, we will get you on a full episode. I will make this happen. It, it will happen one day. Right now, I can't. I'm about to play Smash. Okay. You have fun. I hope you win, honey. Okay. Thanks, babe. I'll have, talk to you later. Have a good day. Wait, I want to ask you a question. Where was his address? Uh, what are your other conversation topics? There's a certain uh, Cartoon yes. Network show you like. I mean, there is a particular Cartoon Network show that I like. There's a certain ABC show, What's live on? action, with six seasons that I like. There sure this is. Next wow. game, <laughs> this next game is called... I'm, I told you I was going to do that. This doesn't count. No. You knew that was going to happen. No, I, I, I got to be honest. I completely forgot what I was making this bingo board. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you know what? Fuck you. Ready? <laughs> Banjo Kazooie. Yes. <laughs> SpongeBob. Why do you want me to win? SpongeBob. Ready? No, no, it's, it's not. It's not SpongeBob. It's more but specific. It, it's, it's more specific than Season that. Season one of SpongeBob. No, it's it's not mm. a particular thing. It's, it's gotta it's, come it's, naturally, Mark. Yeah. It's the beauty. It's gotta, of it's gotta come naturally. Well, I don't know how much longer I can stay here. <laughs> I have a fucking. All right, fellas, I gotta get out of the hot tub. Okay, bye, bye Shane. All right. Have a good one. I Wait, killed the bit. No. Don't Shane get back in the hot tub. He's such a liar. 
I'm sorry. There's another hot tub. We have to actually. There's, a, the there's an adjacent hot tub that is also recording a podcast, and the door was open, so we had to go. Um, even though the, now that the door is closed, we still have to be quiet. It's okay. They're wearing headphones. They can't hear us. Yeah, but the microphones can. <laughs> That's true. Back. No one sold. It's too late. I really don't want to get kicked out. <laughs> like every, yes. every every episode, someone has to walk in and tell us to stop doing this. Did we do it with we, uh, all one episodes that we've recorded so far? By the way. So yeah, there there is a particular Cartoon Network show that I'm particularly fond of, and that happens to be Steven Universe. And I, Mark, and I have been on this absolute wonderful adventure where I yell at him to watch Steven Universe and you tell him why it, it only gets better, and he tells me why he, I should watch Lost. Can we get a moderator for this debate, please? I've <laughs> um, never seen either of these. Perfect. And you're the Perfect moderator. All right, I'm, okay. I'm the universe, universe side. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, moder- I, I'm, I'm moderate. I am moderating today. <laughs> fucking, I don't know. How is Lost good? No. That That's up for debate. Okay. <laughs> Got him. So, um, I watched Lost two times in my career. Once when I was 12, and once when I was 15. Um, the second time, it was with other people first time it was with my brother and sister who are also people but family to be more specific problem with lost is that they it is a show that is shrouded in mystery and oh. questions mm. but i don't think that is the central focal point of why people were watching it i think that it is a show that is relegated to drama um, characters. It's like a space opera, but on an island, right? What? If there were mystery... Island opera. Island mm. opera. It's kind of like what Star Wars is supposed to be. Like, Star Wars is a very simplistic oh. set of blockbuster films. I think we're taking a bit of jumps here. No, we're not. No. Star Wars is a very simplistic set of blockbuster films, the first three. And we're talking about Star Wars now, by the way. Skip ahead. Um, <laughs> and Lost, in its... High points has nothing to do with mysteries or confusion or anything, and it's just a very good drama. Even if it is connected to a conclusion that is not inherently looping back to everything that the initial season set up, Mm -hmm. I think it is worth the watch, and I don't ever think you should be discouraged from giving a show or a movie a try because a reviewer or a general consensus pulled from God knows where told you. Liam has just crossed another square off the board. <laughs> um, should should uh, deter you from doing that. Okay, so wait, you didn't go to the debater first. Oh, well, I mean the moderator. But but you you gave your side of yeah, applause. Then, all right, right, fine, no, fine, no, fine go, right, go, uh, go. Tell us why your show okay. is not. No, shit. oh no no no! I wasn't gonna say why why Steven Universe isn't shit. It obviously isn't. I. Uh, the, uh, the, I was, the, I'm trying to give the reason why I haven't got around to watching Lost, and that's because I don't care enough. Because as uh, I used to watch uh, loose episodes of Lost with my sister because she would always watch it. Um, and uh, this was in the later seasons, so I would a lot was happening that I had to keep asking questions about. And I was little, so she didn't mind answering them for me. Uh, so... I genuinely like had a mild interest in the show, but then when I was in high school and the last season came out, and I only heard people talk about how much they didn't like it, so it dissuaded me from ever watching it. And as much as Mark wants me to watch it, I have better things to watch 
so like then because as as Mark said, Mark stole this from me because I, I said it and he hates that I said this. The general consensus of loss is that it doesn't get better. It only starts good, gets okay, and then it kind of drifts off. And that dissuades me from wanting to watch it. Scatterbrained is the word I would use to describe the writing towards the end. The performances are still, the actors are still giving it their all. Oh, I'm sure they are. Um, I'm just like, if, if, because outside looking in, a loss seems to be a very story driven show. Is Steve done? No, no. Almost done. Okay. Counterpoint, if I may. All right, back to Star Wars. (laughs) Revenge of the Sith, when it was released, was a symbolic closure of a six episode series, literally. And many people at the time of reaction were so disenchanted by how the whole prequel thing panned out which is innately the last symbolic three episodes of that saga, that they could not go back to the even the ones that were good. Even the moments that had an emotional connection with them and made them feel, you know, like, uh, made them feel something. So, as time passed, and culture had moved on from its reactionary state to those films, the original trilogy came back into fruition, so much so that people still even after the prequels, wanted it back, and it came back. That's how much people gave a shit about the highs of the Star Wars series. When Lost came out, the reactionary response was to just say that the ending is not conclusive of everything we were informed of in the last six seasons. Uh, And as time has passed on, there have been... The difference is that Lost is not Star Wars. It didn't have that cultural impact. And so all these television giants, fucking Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad... um, Sopranos is already over, but um, rose up in its place as the big commodity, and people just forgot about Lost because of the way it ended, because it was not solid. Um, and I think time has not honored the fidelity of its highs. That's what I, what's what I mean. And the only way for you to realize that is to just sit down and watch it. But there is more. I have a counterpoint to uh, the Breaking Bad thing. B- okay, so Breaking Bad... Um, Breaking Bad's a lot more simple than than Lost. Like, there's no mystery in Breaking Bad. Like, at all. There's no mystery. It is all drama and suspense, but not mystery whatsoever. Um, what was the other one you mentioned? Game of Thrones? I haven't watched Game of Thrones, which is, I know, huge, a big deal. Why is the moderator but like, against me? No, I'm just saying, like... Um, Cause your booty cheeks. Because you've asked me to watch Lost as well. <laughs> and you say no. I say, <laughs> but just you. I, I would say comparing. Uh, I feel like Lost and Breaking Bad are apples and oranges. Uh new counterpoint. Also, Lost is written by like seventeen guys. Double Breaking counterpoint. Bad is written by one <laughs> counterpoint. Lost was written by two men. Was it? Yes. As far as I know, if that's wrong, feel free to correct me. I'll look it up. Um. And they, the, the main two were, were Carlson Cuse and Damon Lindelof, and you're, you're comparing it to Vince uh, Gilgan? Gillian? Vince Gilgan, yeah. Um, also, I think you have a bias because one of those shows is in your brain, and the other one is not. <laughs> so I don't know if you can. You are at so liberty to say that they're not comparable. This has been 33 As writers. I am not, because I have not seen all of Breaking Bad. I've seen parts of it, but I've seen all of Lost. So I will, not make the, I will never make the comparison that it is good or better or worse. Paul Dini did an episode. I gotta, I gotta see it. Of Lost? Yes. That's all it took. <laughs> Paul Dini did an episode of Lost. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's why they referenced it in Arkham City. 
in the Batman games, so, they reference Lost because Paul Dini. Don't say it, it cause it's so, so, so yeah. you're, you're telling me that that's gonna convince you to watch Lost? I love Paul Dini. Okay. <laughs> so, let, let, let me try to... Let me try to dissuade you for you no know particular Paul Dini reason. Paul wrote all of Steven Universe. Let, let me try to dissuade you. Did he actually write it? No. No. Okay, I was going to say. That would be Rebecca Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so the the so some of the writers from Lost went on to write the show Once Upon a Time, Shit. and which I had watched. Uh, and for anybody who has seen Once Upon a Time, they know that a lot of the, the first episode, uh, or the first uh, season, sorry, uh, dealt with each each episode was a different uh, fairy tale character and their counterpart of how they how they behave in the real world after a curse sent them all to the real world and it was great and then the end of the first season uh, spoiler alert on this old ass show uh, that the curse is lifted but they're all still stuck in the real world so they know exactly who they are. They know their fairy tale characters, but they don't know what to do with themselves now, and they have to live normal lives in a town filled with people that are have been part of these storybooks. So uh, the second season picks up af- at that, and uh, we get to see these interactions, and they, some of them try to go back to the old world and whatever. But uh, then, then the the writing takes an absolute shit turn, and it goes up and down. Uh, certain uh, like series within the series, uh, they are interesting, but uh, it goes up and down whether or not it's actually like worth your time because it zeroes in on a few specific characters with it's that become open books with few words to say, and so, it makes it very frustrating. So seeing this, how how <laughs> I, I that that worries me that Lost is not going to give me is going to give me a similar payout of grabbing my interest right away and then completely ruining it for me by itself. So you think this, the styles, the writing styles of individual people for something they've written uh, more recently is indicative of what they wrote before? Yes. John Hughes oh my God. wrote uh, The Breakfast Club and Home Alone, and he also wrote Baby's Day Out in Home Alone 3. He also wrote Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes, well, but like early play. on, oh, earlier yeah. on in his career, he had higher highs, well, know, and then they like diminished. Day off. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, Christian, mm. input on anything. Steven Universe, you're Steven Universe guy. Yeah, I'm gonna have to leave Probably. soon. Do it the problem. All right, but I was supposed to talk. About I like Steven Universe a lot, but the fact is, I know Shane really well, and I know no matter what, he's not gonna like it. Why? Because it's you, I know what you enjoy. This animated series is, it starts off a little slow. The first, like, kind of season is a little... Okay. Can be a little eh. I need to explain that. <laughs> it can be. Um, but what it is, it becomes more of just, like, it starts off slow of introducing you to these very, very, very lovable characters. Okay. Um, and then it expands on the whole world of, like, the connection between Steven and his mom, which... Is like the main point around spoilers, <laughs> like the main point of the entire show. Again, tiptoeing around spoilers, and it's just the connection of like Stephen growing into this world that he doesn't fully understand, while he's being guided by these three um kind of parent figures. They're 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 essentially they're they're gems that uh, take the form of humanoids, and they're they're from outer space. Uh, so the Steven Universe begins very like, uh, like it's essentially a monster of the week uh, kind of like kids show, mm-hmm. uh, with loose connections to uh, the like well like 
very specific, but like short like bits about his mom and his connections to the other crystal gems. So the crystal gems are they're essentially superheroes. Uh, they're all women. And they uh, are left to take care of Steven, whose mother, who was a gem, Steven! gave up her physical form in but order what to if give his... birth to Steven. Gets so, in the way. So Steven Universe begins seem, seemingly like a superhero show with like the main character being like an incompetent child. But then it becomes a coming-of-age story with a lot of deep plot. The uh, all of the crystal gems go through a lot of character development throughout the series, and I think that they're all very relatable. Although I do have to make the claim that uh, Steven Universe does have a lot of references to uh, LGBT and queer culture, so uh, some of the some of those plot points may not resonate with a lot of people, but it resonates especially well with me. Yeah, well, I mean. Just because it doesn't resonate the same doesn't mean you can't. I mean, it. yeah, uh, it may not have the same impact. Like, while I like love it beyond words, uh, you may just love it. <laughs> well, that that wouldn't be a reason for me to not watch it. I would say the whole, I'm not a fan of the whole monster of the week idea. That's why that's in season one. That's because that's, he's saying that they stopped doing it, that after it season two. Fool, it tr it tricks you into thinking that it's. Okay. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it tricks you. I think I don't think they had planned that out. That's no, they. The that's that's what's so interesting yeah. about Steven Universe is that the, oh, is it like the entire show, start to finish, even including the season that hasn't come out yet, has already been written. The, was it like a Trojan horse thing for Cartoon <laughs> Network so that they could get a greenlit? Uh, no, it was more just like how do you draw? Uh, kind, of, it's similar uh, scale to Adventure Time. That's how, how do you draw? Is. How do you how do you develop a character while also drawing in children that are going to grow up with the show? Because if a show if a show okay, Adventure Time was not on purpose. They if, changed. They changed. Yeah, showrunners. yeah. That's yes. That's worked out That's that where the difference comes in. Because uh, if you've followed Adventure Time, you would know that uh, Pendleton Finn, Ward and Adam Mudo. I know names. Come on our show. Yeah, that's on your page. Come on our show. <laughs> Come on our show with the Tico guy. I slipped over my words because I don't want to say it. So, uh, like with Adventure Time, uh, Finn ages in real time. So you grow the the people who were the perfect age to watch the first season of Adventure Time were continually were the perfect age because they grew up with Finn as Finn grows up with them in a similar vein to Steven Universe. Uh, Steven Universe starts out being a show that draws in children that are similar in age to Steven, which is about the age of ten, and it matures with him all the way up until he's about sixteen in the last season. Uh, or the previous season. It's still, the last season is yet to come. Although there is going to be uh, a movie over the summer. Thank God. Remember the Adventure Time movie that got shit canned? Uh, no. no. Isn't there that was be, the thing. Is there going to be a Gravity Falls movie? No, Gravity Falls no. is over. That's dead. Gravity That's Falls dead. is also written start I to finish before also. it came out. And yeah. I love Gravity Falls. We love you, Alex Hirsch. That come on our show. Speaking of Alex <laughs> to fact check what I said uh, at the beginning of this episode, Detective Pikachu had a story treatment by Alex Hirsch that... I think they kept the bones of, but then rode around. So mm -hmm. he was in the pro he was on the project at its inception, and then he pieced out, and then they just kept going without him. But his influence is in the movie, because Gravity Falls is a is a monster of the week in the first one, in the uh, first season. Yeah, and then it evolved into and I and I watched I watched Gravity Falls in its entirety, and I thought that that was fantastic. Yeah. I thought if Falls you was if great. you like Gravity Falls, you would love Steven Universe. Oh, all right. uh, Steven Universe uh, knows exactly what it's doing from plan in terms of planning because uh, things that may seem like minor details in the first season come back as major plot elements in later seasons. 
Uh, it's definitely really fun to rewatch as well. Uh, but the uh, I I don't know if you've ever watched like a lot of anime, but uh, Seven Universe uh, tends to be compared a lot to uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, which is a fucking. No. Uh, or just Evangelion. I'm not that familiar with Evangelion. My friends from home are huge fans. Stop looking at your bingo board. Well, That's I'm not cheating. Gonna, I, I literally have to go to class. <laughs> I got. I want to make it to the end. Until we continue. You ready? So, it seems universe. as if uh, Evangelion is inadvertently more complicated than it should be. <laughs> Done. Wow. You cheated. I did cheat, but we're out of time. <laughs> if you guys want to keep going without me, then I. You could just stop. You could take the SD card back. So, the, the Spongebob bit that you mentioned before, it was not just mentioning Spongebob, you had to give oh, us a we, random we, Spongebob okay. fact. Random Spongebob fact. Uh, Adam Polowian, who I, who I, oh, I said that already, never mind. I said that in this episode, that he left uh, as creative director. Um, I don't know where Spongebob's going next. The next Ooh. show is, um, the next movie is a pre- Patrick show! Patrick show. Oh, oh my fuck, God. we talked about that! God damn it. Oh my God. What's it about? Is there anything left to say? <laughs> Liam? There is! Is there anything left to say? Well, Mark forcefully gave me a bingo using the words inadvertently, the phrase, you see, the thing is, uh, and uh, you got the free space of him eating the chicken wing outside 7-Eleven. Thanks, Scanlon! And he's mentioned My a voice actor's named, and he's used the expression, it seems as if. Uh, other things on the board that I love are random Weezer fact. Uh, Random Weezer fans. Donkey. Jason Cropper. Ill-fated attempt. Continuity. Seemingly I innocuous. I never said ill-fated attempt. Yes, you, you have. have. <laughs> <laughs> That's three against one, folks. Jason Cropper, the original guitarist for Weezer, is coming out with a solo album this year. Also, Matt Sharp, original bassist for Weezer. His band, The Rentals, which he's been doing since 1995, is coming out with a so uh, an album this year. And I want to say solo album, but The Rentals is a changing band of all members, except for Matt Sharp, so you might as well say it's a Matt Sharp solo album. Uh, Weezer is working on their latest album called uh, Codenamed OK Human. It is a piano and string-based... Are you sponsored? No, I just know this. <laughs> is it sponsored by Robert Downey Jr.'s son's band? Yeah. Which is actually really good. <laughs> yeah. Mark sure does love Weezer as much as I love AJR. One more story, ready? One more story. One more story. All right. Get up, so get up to the mic. Um, to the mic. who's going to start? I'll start. All right, you'll start and no go, yeah. All right. Rats are my best predator when they hunt me down for pleasure and for my amazing amusement yeah that Liam terrible Liam, that's one of them. <laughs> Liam is there anything left to say is there anything left to say uh i could i suppose you could say nostalgia trip <laughs> You already got that, didn't you? Yeah. Ween. Ween, A-J-R. Ween, Ween, release Shinola 2, please. Seemingly innocuous. Are you reading, like, my essays that I submit? Because I don't say that in person. Yes, you, you do, do say that in person. Christ. Uh, Mark talks like he's a video essayist. Even though I... Well, only when he's really passionate. Did it's really say, adorable. Did he say ill-fated attempt? Not today. This is an ill-fated yes. attempt at a podcast, because I'm running out of time. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Should I tell the giraffe joke? What giraffe joke? Okay, okay. We can end on this. Okay, great. 
Do you ever feel bad for gay giraffes because they can't deep throat? On the next episode, <laughs> Mike. <laughs>